The state high school softball tournament is on the air at 12:30 KHAS. Today's game is presented by Mary Lanning Healthcare. Your care, our inspiration. Now, let's head to the field. Good afternoon and welcome to the Bill Smith Softball Complex for this special presentation of high school sports on KHAS Radio. I'm Michael Shively. Glad you could be with us. It's state tournament time and round number one for the Hastings High Tigers. We heard Hastings St. Cecilia earlier today. They got the victory in the opening round and the Tigers of Hastings High School are hopeful to do the same. Let's set the scene for you right now on our pregame show. It is the state tournament and the Tigers are back in it. Uh, they've been a regular here at the their home field, the Bill Smith Softball Complex at Hastings High, making its 12th appearance at the state softball championships. They made it every year from 2015 through 2021, but missed out just barely last season falling in the district final. Now they're back in it. They were state runners-up in 2020 and 2021. They do have some of those same players that finished second in the state, now hoping to go one farther and take home the state championship. But a big road to go before getting there. It's three days here in Hastings, and then Monday in Omaha is the championship game. This is a double elimination tournament, a split bracket system. There is a cross bracket elimination game, but for the most part, you play a best out of four on each side, and the winner of that best out of four goes on to the state championship game, which is winner take all on Monday. The Hastings Tigers want to be the team that does that, but standing in their way right away is number five seed Beatrice. The Lady Orange are 18-7 and seven on the season under the tutelage of longtime head coach Gary Lytle. The Hastings High Tigers are 22-9. in line. They are led by Blake Marquardt, who is their head coach. Blake, in his uh, first year, was on staff before that uh, six or seven years, now taking over and getting to the state champion or to the state tournament game. So Blake Marquardt, Hastings High School, they have a, a pretty talented roster, but uh, you know, for the most part, still a young roster. Uh, this is a group that we mentioned that success they've had, but they, they've done it this year with just one senior, Emma Landgren, but she is one heck of a senior, hit at 477 with eight homers and 39 driven in, a team high 41 runs scored. She is the third baseman. She is a stud for this team, but she is the only senior. The rest is a lot of juniors, a lot of sophomores, even some freshmen get some time for Hastings High School. For the Beatrice Lady Orange, they turn to Layla Boyko in the circle and Delaney Roeder. She is a monster getting some uh, really high profile looks at perhaps even the Division One level for some college softball. That's a little bit about these teams. The, the winner of this 2 o'clock game will play again tonight at 7 o'clock. The loser does not play until tomorrow at 11.30. Hastings High hoping they have a doubleheader on tap today. It's state tournament softball, and it's brought to you by Mary Lanning Healthcare. Your care, our inspiration. Right now, let's get some more background with head coach Blake Marquardt. Welcome back to coverage of state tournament softball here on KHAS Radio. I'm Michael Shively, and we're getting ready for a first-round Class B matchup, Hastings against Beatrice. Happy to have Blake Marquardt. He's the head coach for the Hastings Tigers. Well, Coach, uh, first off, we got to give some congratulations. You made it to state. Uh, that's great work. How did it feel for 
you and uh, the girls to win the district final and get here? Oh, it's it's, it's, it's a big win. It's, it feels really good to be in this position. Obviously, you know, only eight teams in each um, in, in each class get to continue to play this week, and so it's an honor. It's a privilege. You know, they've worked extremely hard to get to this moment, and uh, yeah, I mean, it's, it's 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 a time where you get to be really proud of what you've accomplished up to this point. But now it's it's kind of you got to clear all those things that you have done and go back to work again. Well, especially uh, interesting and, and unique. This is your first year as head coach, and you get to lead this team to the state tournament. You've been around for a while before, six, seven years as an assistant, but uh, what's it been like taking over the head coach responsibilities with this group of girls? Well, you know, I've learned a lot from the first head coach I, I kind of helped was with Pete Thaler Harrison. There's obviously a strong tradition of making it to the state tournament and having a lot of success throughout the, the season. And then, you know, the last the previous three years were underneath um, Ashley Speak, and she did a tremendous job. You know, I was I was with her when she made the um, back-to-back state tournament uh, runner-up. Um, and so you'll learn a lot from, you know, coaches that had a lot of success like that, and you just try to apply the what, what works for me, what, you know, what I'm comfortable with. And so the girls were comfortable with, Obviously, knowing who I was previously to the season, um, and I, you know, I coach some other sports here, so it does help knowing who I am and how I how I can be. And uh, but yeah, it's been awesome. It's been an awesome ride for uh, so far up to this point for my first year. Well, you mentioned there's been lots of success in recent memory for Hastings High, but last season fell just short in the district final after putting together another nice run in the regular season that broke that streak of seven straight appearances at state. How much did coming short of getting to your goal of being at the state tournament, how much did that help fuel this group heading into this season? Well, it definitely was a fuel um, in the sense of, you know, they, they felt like we left a lot of, you know, unfitness business out there. And we, uh, you know, last year we thought we had a, good, a quality team and a team that, could potentially made a run at state. Unfortunately, played. We did not play our best softball at the right time. We kind of, uh, you know, and Seward's a good coach, a good, a well-coached team, and a good team last year. So it was, it's not like it was uh, going to be an easy day and easier opponent to play against. And uh, they all played us that day, and we, you know, like I said, and that happens. But that drives you for the next year, knowing that, you know, we we wanted to get back to that, t- back to this point where we're at the at the state tournament, and we have a lot of new faces or a lot of new uh, unexperienced players on this team, but. They had been there. Some of these players had been there for when we were state runner-ups against Scott two years ago. So they they knew what it take, and they knew that that feeling was to get there. And then that letdown, and then last year obviously that letdown again, where we didn't make the state tournament. So there was some internal drive um, to get back to it. We're talking to Blake Marquardt, head coach of the Hastings High softball team. His Tigers getting ready for the first round of the state tournament. There might have even been a little bit of doubt creeping in here last week. You dropped a sub-district tournament game to Grand Island Central Catholic, a team you had beaten earlier in the season. Then you draw Bennington for the district final, and you had just played them in your last game of the regular season, but you took care of business. It seemed like pretty dominant fashion there against the Badgers. What went into that district final success? Well, I mean, I think, you know, it started with that district when we fell to uh, GICC. Again, we kind of got to that point of the season similar we just talked about last year where we were not playing our best softball when we needed to um and gicc you know they took it to us that day they they they, they beat us i mean there's nothing we can you know look back and do and say about it now and, and and so but we had to get back to the practice plan and knowing that we got that that bid you know where we are 
our overall results throughout the entirety of the season obviously got us that nice bid into our district and high enough to host a district final, which I think was crucial to, you know, having the success that we did. And yeah, we played Bennington the last game of the season, which was a, you know, makeup or rain out, or I can't remember how that entirely worked. Oh no, it was a heat out. <laughs> it was too hot. <laughs> oh yeah. Too hot to play him that we, I can't, um, but yeah, we, you know, we, we, we were able to hit that pitcher pretty well that day. Um, but, you know, we played them early in the season, and, and we fell to them on a, on a tough weekend. But we kind of knew going into the game how they were going to – we thought we knew how they were going to attack us, at least, you know, with their pitchers. And we felt like we had a good game plan going in. And obviously the weather was played a little factor in, into, the, into the game as well, where it was, you know, back down to the low 50s, high 40s, and 30 to 40 mile-per-hour winds. And, but our girls, you know, again, that, that, that drive, that, that internal drive that they wanted to make sure they got back and they weren't going to leave any doubt or any excuses um, out there for anybody to uh, second-guess that we deserve to be at the state tournament. Well, Beatrice is your opponent here in the opening round of the state tournament. Uh, much like Hastings High, they've seen some success in recent uh, seasons. You beat them back in August, but that's a while ago now. Uh, what do you know about the Lady O? Well, you know, the best you can do is, is ask a few friends across, across the state that's played against them and, and you know, and, and trust that they're telling you some things that can help you be successful. But, you know, Coach Lytle at Beatrice has done a tremendous job with his program. And I know they're, you're, they're fairly young. I, I feel like kind of similar to our team as well. They've got just enough experience to uh, make a real run, but you still got to rely on a lot of your underclassmen to get you to that next level. And we think we know uh, – you know, kind of the, again, the pitching and where they're where they're going to try to pitch us or how they're going to pitch us in the circle, and uh, we'll see if uh, you know our reports that we we've come up with and and can apply them and hopefully transfer to a game like setting on Wednesday. Final minute here with Blake Marquardt of Hastings High School as his Tigers get ready to take the diamonds. Uh, curious about your view of the bracket overall. It's not one of those years where Omaha Scott is is almost a predetermined champion. They're not even in the field. Blair, just one class B loss. They're the top seed. They're great. But Northwest defending champs, though, the two seed. You and Beatrice certainly have some promise to, to make some deep runs. What's your read on the competitiveness overall of the class B field? There's a lot of, you know, a lot of really good teams. I mean, you know, Blair had earned – has proven to be that one seed throughout the entirety of the season. As you said, they have one Class B loss. You know, they've played extremely good softball this year, and it seems like they don't have a, you know, a lot of ups and downs. It seems to be very consistent, and that's what it takes to be, you know, to make a run at a state tournament. Now you just hope that we are playing really good softball and we can be competitive if we get an opportunity to play them at the state tournament. But, you know, everybody – you know, we played darn near about everybody else in the state that we feel like, you know, that's at this tournament. And, you know, I know we're not, we haven't played Ron Cauley here, but the rest of the field, we've, we're pretty close to playing. If not, we have. And, and you know, it's, it's up in the air. It comes down to who can be, who can play their best softball at the right time and, you know, maybe catch a few lucky breaks here and there at, at the tournament because sometimes it takes one or two, you know, or a big hit. Mm-hmm. Um, but, I mean, I like I like where we're at. I, I really like the the pool, like the bracket that we're in. I feel like we have a really good chance to stay, you know, and, and make it into that Monday game. Well, coach, I'm very much looking forward to see your Tigers here on the field. Uh, good luck. Go get them. I appreciate your time. Thank you. That's Blake Marquardt, head coach of the Hastings High Tigers. Stick around. We have starting lineups and first pitch coming up on KHAS Radio. 
The team at Klein Insurance has a winning record of service offering home, auto, business, farm, and crop insurance. If you want to score big with service and great rates, stop by Klein Insurance at 710 South Burlington and Hastings or call 463-1256 and let the Klein Insurance team serve you today. Here's what a few happy customers are saying about Russ's Market in Hastings. I love shopping at Russ's Market. The employees are so friendly and helpful. They even bag your groceries and carry them to the car for you. Now that is service. At Russ's Market, I always find the freshest meat and produce around. And the deli has tasty items prepared for an instant meal. Russ's Market is my one-stop shop. From bakery to a cafe and great selections on groceries and supplies, too. Shop Russ's Market in Hastings because quality matters. Five Points Bank. Keeping your money safe and secure is something we take very seriously. But we are also serious about meeting you where you are, supporting our communities and the causes you care about, knowing your banker by name, making decisions locally, doing all we can to improve the area's quality of life, owned by families to serve families. Yes, we're a bank, but we are the better bank. Five Points Bank. When you need power for your irrigation equipment, think Husker Power Products in Hastings and Sutton. This is Joe Vandeventer, and we are your local supplier of natural gas and propane power units and reliable, fuel-efficient Isuzu diesels. When you need parts, service, or a turnkey engine to power your irrigation system, call Husker Power Products at 402-463-1531 or visit us on the web at huskerpowerproducts.com. Welcome back to coverage of State High School Softball on KHAS Radio. I'm Michael Shively. This is 12.30 a.m., 104.1 FM, and we're nearing the start of Class B State Tournament action. All four Class B games will be going on at the same time right now. The one that we're on the air for is Hastings High School as the number four seed against Beatrice High School, the number five seed. The other games in action, as will be on the air, are number one, Blair, against number eight, Roncalli Duchenne. Number three, Elkhorn North against number six, Waverly. And number two, Northwest against number seven, Scotts Bluff. Well, Blair at 30 and four, they are the top seed. They've only lost once in Class B play. Three of their losses are to Class A opponents. They did fall to Omaha Scott one time this year. Roncalli Duchenne, a 500 team, really looking at the at the Bears as the favorite in this tournament, which makes sense as the one seed. The two seed is Northwest. They've had another outstanding season at 21 and six. They are the defending state champions, so they'll have something to say about uh, Blair being the favorite in this. The Hastings and Beatrice, they have uh, plenty of program history of success here at the state tournament. They have that institutional memory. They have that confidence as a program that has had success here before and they have some talent but both teams are really young you could argue that they maybe are a year or two away from being at that point where they're contending for the state title but they think they got a good chance at it right now and it starts with a win here in game number one they will face the winner of Blair versus Roncalli Duchenne later today a seven o'clock scheduled first pitch in that one but there's always a chance that it could be behind schedule we are currently a little bit behind schedule here at the Smith Softball Complex. Let's get your starting lineups, beginning with the visitors, the lower seed, Beatrice, at number five. Delaney Roeder bats first in place, center field. 
Brooke Gleason bats second. She's the second baseman. Sadie Harreth is the designated player hitting third. Kelly Schwizo is the cleanup batter, and she plays shortstop. Tatum Templemeyer plays left field and bats fifth. Batting in the sixth spot, Paisley Belding, the third baseman. The third baseman, Lucy DeBoer, hits seventh. The catcher, Tana Antons, is hitting eighth. And Haley Loomis, the right fielder, rounds out the order for Gary Lytle's team. The pitcher is Layla Boykel. Hastings High School, led by head coach Blake Marquardt. Their starting lineup looks like this. In the leadoff spot, Brooke Oshner, the pitcher. Batting second, Hayden Laux, the shortstop. Emma Landgren hits third and plays third base. The catcher, Grace Beck, is the cleanup hitter. Mackenzie Nolet hits fifth and plays center field. Piper Witte is the right fielder, hitting sixth. Batting in the seventh spot is Maddie Wenzel, the first baseman. Batting eighth is Emily Kratzer, the second baseman. And Hallie Schultz rounds out the starting lineup. She is the left fielder for Hastings High School. All the players walking in from each side, and they're preparing to take the field for their final set of warm-ups. We'll step aside for a moment when we return. First pitch, the Hastings High Tigers against the Beatrice Lady Orange in Class B state softball action on KHAS Radio. Physical Therapy and Sports Rehab offers their congratulations to the Hastings Tigers on making it to the state softball tournament. PTSR works with all area schools, keeping them healthy and on top of their game throughout the year. The therapists are trained to rehabilitate sports injuries and help athletes return to the court as soon as possible. For all your physical and occupational therapy needs, stop by their clinic at 207 South Burlington in Hastings. Call 402-462-8824 and go Tigers! Looking for a quality but still affordable vehicle? Many of our customers have found peace of mind through our great selection of Ford Blue Advantage certified pre-owned vehicles. Each one goes through a 172-point inspection and reconditioning process by factory-trained technicians. Looking for a different used vehicle option? No problem. We carry all makes and models and have financing options for qualified vehicles and buyers. Experience the difference and join our family at Hastings Ford. We are Nebraska. Not all buyers and vehicles will qualify for financing. See you for details. Family Medical Center of Hastings is the place to go for all your health care needs. Their team is trained to treat the whole person, regardless of age. They provide a wide range of medical care, including acute care, routine health screenings, and treatment of chronic conditions. They're dedicated to providing you the best care in the most cost-effective manner. Family Medical Center, as an independent clinic, has served the community for over 60 years. Your family's home for health care. 1021 West 14th Street, proud to support all area student-athletes. The team at Klein Insurance has a winning record of service offering home, auto, business, farm, and crop insurance. If you want to score big with service and great rates, stop by Klein Insurance at 710 South Burlington and Hastings or call 463-1256 and let the Klein Insurance team serve you today. The name Mary Lanning Healthcare indicates that we are more than just a hospital, that we are in fact focused on the health of this community. And it's about providing it with a little bit more of a family touch and a little bit more care inside of that healthcare component. You know, I always say every hospital is as good as the medical staff that supports it. And we're fortunate to have a fantastic medical staff who is absolutely engaged in what we're doing. It's important that the Hastings community understand that Mary Lanning is, is a not-for-profit organization, which means the decisions that govern our organization are made locally. 
What I want the Hastings community to understand is that our success, Mary Lanning's success, is dependent on their support, which means that you're going to get our best every time you step in the front door. My name is Eric Barber, and I'm the president and CEO of Mary Lanning Healthcare. Mary Lanning Healthcare. Your care, our inspiration. National anthem complete. The coaches just met with the umpires, and Hastings High taking the field defensively. Well, at least their pitcher, Brooke Oshner, is as we near first pitch. Hastings High against Beatrice High School. This is Class B State softball coverage on KHAS Radio. And it's brought to you in part by Aloe Fiber, Five Points Bank of Hastings, Family Medical Center of Hastings, Husker Power Products, and Hastings Ford Lincoln. But it's not just Class B that's in action today. Class C started this morning, and that includes Hastings St. Cecilia. The Hawkettes were victorious by a score of 7-3. to three. It was a competitive matchup. St. Cecilia, the number one seed. Gothenburg, the eight seed. And it was the Swedes that struck first. They built a 2-0 advantage. St. Cecilia equaled it at two apiece in the bottom half of inning number two. And then the pitchers really settled in until the bottom of the sixth. That's when St. Cecilia erupted in the rain. They scored five runs. They got a, a big RBI from Paige Mangers. And then the three-run homer came from Tatum Krikak. That made it 7-2. to two. They gave up a run in the top of the seventh, but held on for the comfortable 7-3 to three victory. So Hastings St. Cecilia is on to the quarterfinals. They will play immediately following this Hastings high game. So we'll sign off, toss back to music. I'm going to swap over from or where we at? Field, field number four right now to field number two, and then we'll get St. Cecilia on the air against Ashland Greenwood in the quarterfinals. But first, it's Hastings High against Beatrice. Other scores from Class C, Ashland Greenwood beat Aquinas 8-0. Central City smashed Freeman 15-3 in the two-versus-seven matchup. And Bishop Newman took care of Wayne 8-0 in the three-versus-six game. Class A was running a little bit late. That's why we're going a little bit late right now. The final score is from Class A action. Gretna took down Lincoln Pius X, 10-2. Lincoln Southwest triumphed in comeback fashion over Lincoln East, 7-3. Papillion La Vista defeated Norfolk 12-7. And Millard North took care of Omaha Westside, 11-2. As we mentioned, the other games in action right now, the one that we'll uh, be play, paying particularly close attention to is number one, Blair, against number eight, Roncalli Duchenne. The winner of that game faces the winner of this game, and the loser of that game faces the loser of this game. So certainly be uh, keeping a close eye on what's happening in that one versus eight matchup. Number one, Blair, number eight, Roncalli Duchenne. Number three, Elkhorn North takes on number six, Waverly, in the other bracket in Class B. And number two, Northwest, the defending champs, goes against number seven, Scott's Bluff, the team that had to travel the farthest of everybody to get here to Hastings. The coach is still meeting at home plates as we get closer towards first pitch. It looks like it won't be able to, to happen here until about 2.20, maybe even a couple minutes after that but we are uh, nearing first pitch. Hastings High at the state tournament this year. 
did not make it last season and something that helped to motivate this club in the offseason. They know they belong here. They belong defending their home field. They had made seven straight state tournament appearances 2015 through 2021 before falling short last season. And the 2020 and 2021 groups were the second best team in the state. They, their only uh, blemish at the state tournament was a defeat to Omaha Scut, who didn't lose to anybody those seasons. So Hastings High is certainly one of the best in the state in recent years, just came up a little bit short of qualifying this year. For Beatrice High School, they haven't made it since 2019. So uh, these uh, girls that are out there right now for Hastings High or for Beatrice High do not have a taste of the state tournament, uh, except for maybe late middle school or, or maybe their freshman year. But before that, they had qualified back-to-back -back seasons, 2018 and 19, also 2014 and 15. So they've been at state quite often, and Lady Orange did win the Class B state championships in 2000, 2001, and 2003. They were runners-up in 2018 and 2019. I happen to be broadcasting that uh, 2019 uh, team and uh, t some of the 2018, and Gary Lytle's group certainly quite talented those seasons. Well, now we're ready for action. Hastings high against Beatrice. The first pitch from Brooke Oshner is in for a called strike to the right-handed hitter Delaney Roeder. We already gave you the starting lineups. The first three due up here for Beatrice to face Oshner are Delaney Roeder, Brooke Gleason, and Sadie Harris. There's Oshner winding up delivering upstairs for a ball, one and one. Hastings wearing all black. Black pants, black tops, white numerals and lettering. For the Lady Orange, they're going all white with black numerals with orange trim. Upstairs from Oshner, two balls and a strike to the leadoff hitter, Delaney Roeder. Delaney Roeder, one of the best in Class B. The senior hitting 468 to lead her team with six home runs, 21 runs batted in, and a team-high 37 runs scored. Gets a piece of this one, fouls it off of the plate and back to the stop. Two and two the count. The pitcher is Brooke Oshner. Oshner, 12-2 with a 3.7 earned run average for Hastings. Looks at the wristband on her left arm, deals the 2-2 pitch. It's fouled off. The Beatrice squad wearing stirrups universally. Good look. It has the... Black stirrup with orange stripes on it, three of them. Pretty clean look uh, for the Lady Orange. Another 2-2 from Oshner. Reached out for it, uh, did the batter rotor, got a piece of it. Got a feeling she's not a, a player that goes down striking out too frequently. Really high contact rate. Player that could play some college softball if she chooses. And from what I'm told from... The KWBE Beatrice sports director could be at the Division I level. Jammed her inside, still got a piece of it. Might have nicked the shoulder pad of the catcher for Hastings, Grace Beck. Beck's just fine. and Roeder steps out of the box and takes some practice swings. Gets back in there, ready for that 2-2 pitch. First batter of the game sets the tone. Who's, which side's going to win that victory here? And set the tone. Next pitch, high and tight. Full count to Roeder. 
Oshner's had a really fine season all around, and she's just a sophomore, 12-2. and two. You're going to take that win-loss record, 3.7 ERA. Here's that full count pitch, high and outside. Credit Roeder, she fouled off a lot of pitches and worked a walk. So Roeder aboard to start this game. Brooke Gleason comes up. Oshner just as dangerous at the plate as she is in the circle, but right now her mind focused on retiring the Lady O. Brooke Gleason is a sophomore. She hits 345, two homers, 12 ribbies, 26 runs scored. First pitch is a ball. Gleason a righty. Beatrice 18-7. They had to go all three games in their district final. 0-1 pitch. A good secondary lead at first for Roeder. The pitch was a ball. And Gleason might have even been showing bunt there. But stayed back on it, and Roeder didn't get too far away to warrant to throw at first base. Two balls, no strikes. We'll see what's dialed up here by Coach Lytle for Beatrice. Next pitch showed bunts, and again, a huge secondary lead. Pitch was a strike. It's 2-1. and one. And Roeder at first base definitely has the attention of Beck, the catcher for Hastings High. Two balls, one strike, no outs, one aboard, first inning. That pitch is high. Throw back towards first base, and it hits the runner. Three and one. And Delaney Roeder, who was on base when that hit her, now going to try to stretch that out, hitting her lower back. Right about belt height. She's all right, though. Claps her hands. Head of the three-ball, one-strike count. Gleason at the plate. The first batter walked, and Oshner doesn't want to lose two of them to free passes. Here's the 3-1. Bunt. Couple of chops towards third base. Fielded throw to first in time. Good play by Landgren at third. Coming in and then firing a rocket over to Wenzel at first base to retire the sacrifice. 5-3 5-3 to three in the scorebook, but Roeder does move up to second base for Sadie Harris. Bunt executed for the Lady Orange. Now the lefty designated player. Harris, a sophomore. Listen to this batting average. 545. Cold strike on the outside corner. Got a friendly call to start out that at-bat. Did Oshner. Harith, uh, but uh, it, that 545 a little inflated. This is just her 12th at bat. Gets a piece of it, grounds it sharply towards shortstop, fielded and thrown towards first base. Laux finds Wenzel for out number two, and Roeder does advance to third. She was running pretty swiftly on that contact, and Laux made no effort to try to get the lead runner there, just took the safe out at first. There's two down for Suizo. But Sadie Harris, 545, that'll fool you, but 6 for 11 is what she's at. Four driven in and one run scored, and she grounded out there. First pitch to the new batter is high and tight to Schwizo. Callie Schwizo, a sophomore, 432 batting average with a 26 driven in, 26 runs scored. Three home runs to go with that. That's the third highest total on the Lady Orange roster. Popped up, back behind the plate, and it hits off of the backstop was angling when it was coming down from the sky, and that downward angle just caught that chain link enough. Otherwise, Beck might have been able to 
make an effort at it. Instead, it's a strike uh, as a foul ball, one and one. Roeder started the inning with a walk. She was sacrificed to second, then a grounder got her to third, but there's two down, and the pitch is inside for a ball from Oshner. Oshner has fallen behind hitters here in this opening inning. She looks over to the side for the call, adjusts the softball in her right arm. Here's the pitch. Ground ball hits softly towards shortstop, takes a tough bounce, and caroms off of the chest of Laux. Safe at first base is Kelly Schwizo. In to score is Delaney Roeder, and it's 1-0 Beatrice. That'll be a tough ruling there if you give that a hit or an error. I think you got to see an error. It was hit at her. It took a, it took a tough hop, but you got to make that play. The error against Laux puts Schwizo aboard and gets the run in. So the Lady Orange strike first. And good base running. Here's a ground ball hit towards shortstop and stepping on the base that time is Laux to get the force out and retire Tatum Templemeyer and end the inning. But Beatrice does get a run first. They do it without a hit. There was one error and one left on base. Bottom of the first, Hastings will face Layla Boyko when we return on KHAS Radio. So, you have a list of things that you need, but do you find yourself just wandering around a warehouse looking for somebody to help you? Or do you find yourself walking out, not knowing if you got exactly what you need? At Big G Ace and Hastings, we won't let that happen. We'll help you find what you need with all of the quality brands you trust. We have the best products, such as Scott's, miracle Grow, Toro, Ego, Milwaukee, and more. All hand-selected to keep your lawn, garden, and home looking their very best. Big G Ace also has local experts who know the right questions to ask to make sure you get everything you need and are looking for. And once we've helped you check off all the items on your list, we'll give you some helpful advice too, so that you can get the job done right. Because at Big G Ace, we have our own list too, and great service is right at the top. Big G Ace and Hastings, the helpful, helping you check things off your list place. Quality products, great people, and helpful advice. Big G Ace. It's the bottom of the first inning, and Hastings will get their first chance at the plates. They'll do it trailing 1-0 here on KHAS Radio. I'm Michael Scheifele. Glad you could be with us this afternoon. Hastings High School with a 22-9 record. They took care of Bennington 12-4 and 16-2 in the district final to get here to the state tournament. Now they will face Layla Boyko. Boyko, the pitcher for Beatrice. She's a sophomore, has a 13-5 record with a 3.87 earned run average. So numbers that are pretty similar to what Brooke Oshner offers in the circle for Hastings. Two similar pitchers in terms of numbers, and they're both sophomores. Hastings high with Oshner hitting first, then Laux, then Landgren. The first three do up for the team in black and orange. First pitch at the bottom of the first is inside for a ball. Oshner, we told you about her prowess in the circle, but maybe even better in the batter's box. She hits 505 with seven home runs, 37 runs batted in, and 33 runs scored. The second pitch to the star sophomore is bounced towards third, knocked down by Belding. She gets it back and throws her out at first base. Strong play at third. 
Oshner retired, Hayden Laux due up. So that did not immediately go into the mitt of Belding. It was hit right at her. She didn't have to move. Got her hand up, and it really popped straight up out of the glove, and then she caught it on the second fall down, or on the fall down there after it popped up and made a good throw to first base. Lefty Hayden Laux checks her swing. It's called a strike on the outside edge. 0-1. Laux is a sophomore hitting 276. 16 runs batted in, 33 runs scored. Watches way outside for a ball, 1-1. One one. one zip the score, Delaney Roeder walked. Then it came around to score on an error in the top of the first. Beatrice did it without getting a hit. Here's the 0-1. Check swing, foul ball. One ball, two strikes. Turned into a pretty nice day. We experienced some rain showers this morning during the Hastings-St. Cecilia game. Not expecting it. Can't rule it out at any point. I think we're, we're at that part of the weather system where you, know, you could see some, but it's not forecast. Right now, a partly cloudy sky at 74 degrees. Wind has picked up quite a bit from this morning. One ball, two strikes. Here's the next one, and Laux saws it off foul. One and two. About 13 miles per hour, the wind's coming out of the southeast, and I'd say it really does feel like more, so that's just according to my weather app. I'd put it at least 15 miles an hour. Definitely uh, going to be a factor. We are facing the southeast, the direction the wind is coming from. Low and outside, two balls, two strikes to the batter, Laux with nobody aboard and one down. So the wind, it's blowing in and really in from left field. So it could be a little more challenging for a right-handed hitter to crank one out, pull side. But we'll see if it becomes a factor. Two and two. Bounced that pitch in the right-handed batter's box to the left-handed hitter, and it's a full count. But right now, the sunshine definitely involved in this game. And I, I never understand how you could play baseball or softball without a hat. But there's not a hat out there for Beatrice defensively. Everybody looking right into the sun. Full count pitch. Hard hit, ground ball, shortstop, backhand, good throw across the time. And, oh, Kelly Schwizo, that is a tough play. Couple of ground outs for the Hastings Tigers, and Laux has retired. Really fine effort by Schwizo. She had to range to the third base side and backhand, then throw across her body to get a, a player with a good speed in Laux, and she did that. Kelly Schwizo, a sophomore, displaying some uh, fine defensive work for the Lady Orange. Two down, bases clear, and Emma Landgren at the plate. Landgren gets into her batter stance from the right side. The pitch from Boyko, whoa, that ran in and nailed her. And one pitch, and she's aboard. Emma Landgren on with two down. Grace Beck, the catcher, to come up. Now, that's something I was about to remark upon, the difference between Boyko and Oshner. Oshner was falling behind in counts, and Boyko was running deep in counts here in the first inning, but Oshner's pitches were not missing by the margin that Boyko's have been missing. She's bounced multiple. She's been in the opposite batter's box, and that time she plucked someone. Hasn't been hurt by some wild pitches yet, but she hasn't been as close to the zone as Oshner was. 
Here's the batter back, a righty, takes a strike right down the pipe. So back the batter, a junior hitting 419, a team high nine dingers, 44 runs batted in, 20 runs scored. With Landgren at first base, two down, trailing one nothing. The Hastings High Tigers at the plate, fouled it back. Just the bottom of the first, got underway a little bit late here this afternoon. The Class A games took their time. No problem with that. Enjoy it when there's some competitive softball. Definitely had that at Lincoln East versus Lincoln Southwest. After falling behind some hitters, Boykow now up in the count, nothing and two. The next pitch to Beck on the way. Outside, Antons, the catcher, tried to frame it, didn't get the signal. That's one and two. It is notable there is a player warming up in the bullpen for Beatrice already. I don't know what it would take to see Jada Berkey, but she is tossing. Two outs into this game with just one aboard. Beatrice not messing around. Next one from Boyko. That bounced five feet in front of the plate, and taking second base is Beck, or rather Landgren. Landgren steals second base. That was well short of home. So my guess, Gary Lytle just sees, hey, maybe Layla Boyko, his sophomore starter, just doesn't have her best stuff, and you don't want to lose that first game, and then you don't have any margin for error, and he's already thinking, might as well get another pitcher warm just in case. But <laughs> I mean, there's, there's two outs and runner on second, not like this is about to get out of hand. Here's Grace Beck with a two-ball, two-strike count. See what Hastings' right-handed hitter can do here. Swings and fouls it, flown towards uh, field number one, where it lands. Four fields, uh, four diamonds here uh, right next to each other at the Smith Softball Complex. Plenty of foul balls that get onto other fields, get into the stands, bounce off the tops of the dugouts, things of that nature. Definitely have your head on a swivel if you're in the stands. Runner on second, two down, here's a 2-2 pitch. Swing and a foul ball to the left side. Beck, the hitter, lanky player with a pink uh, brace on her left elbow. Don't blame her. That's a painful place to get hit. Her lead arm. But might as well add some style, right? If you're going to wear the brace, break out the pink. She's trying to get aboard here. Continue this frame, trailing one nothing. Another 2-2 from Boyko. Inside. Came with the heat that time and knee height, but well in. On the batter back, and it's a full count. The Tigers working deep counts, but they don't have much to show for it yet. Just a hit by pitch. Landgren got aboard and then stole second. Anton stands up and makes a signal to the defense ahead of this full count, two-out pitch. On the way to Beck. Softly hit towards the shortstop on one hop. Schwizo gets it. Man, that's a black hole over there at shortstop. Callie Schwizo 
displaying some impressive defense in the bottom of the first inning. Hastings does not get a run. They did not get a hit. There were no errors and one left on base. Through one inning, it's number five, Beatrice one, number four, Hastings nothing on KHAS Radio. Here's what a few happy customers are saying about Russ's Market in Hastings. I love shopping at Russ's Market. The employees are so friendly and helpful. They even bag your groceries and carry them to the car for you. Now that is service. At Russ's Market, I always find the freshest meat and produce around, and the deli has tasty items prepared for an instant meal. Russ's Market is my one-stop shop, from bakery to a cafe and great selections on groceries and supplies, too. Shop Russ's Market in Hastings, because quality matters. Physical Therapy and Sports Rehab offers their congratulations to the Hastings Tigers on making it to the state softball tournament. PTSR works with all area schools, keeping them healthy and on top of their game throughout the year. The therapists are trained to rehabilitate sports injuries and help athletes return to the court as soon as possible. For all your physical and occupational therapy needs, stop by their clinic at 207 South Burlington in Hastings. Call 402-462-8824 and go Tigers! High school softball here on uh, KHAS Radio. Michael Shively with you. Brad Beam is here, but he doesn't want to go on the air. He's standing right behind us, overseeing, making sure our operation goes smoothly. The Hastings High Tigers are on the field. They trail 1-0. Had some action there, bottom of the first. Got a runner to scoring position, but really fine defense at shortstop by Callie Schwizo of Beatrice. Now the Lady Orange are back at the plate. Paisley Belding, Lucy DeBoer, and Tana Anton are the three set to go to the plate. They'll face Brooke Oshner. Gave up a run in the first, but an unearned run. Here's her first offering to Belding. Swings and lines it to third. There's Landgren. Landgren snares it. Had to move her glove just in a swiping fashion straight up on her left side. Hit towards her, but still needed to have excellent reaction time. And that's what she displayed. A line out to third base. Landgren makes the play. Tip of the cap to Emma, the third baseman for Hastings High. So Belding is sent down to start the frame after just one pitch. Now Lucy DeBoer, the first baseman. No, she takes that one off of the left arm. Hit by pitch. Uh, so no need to uh, throw multiple pitches to these batters. We have a line out and a hit batter. DeBoer is aboard for Tina Antons. Antons is the catcher for Beatrice. She's just a freshman, but she is hitting 368 with six homers, 21 runs batted in, and eight runs scored. I'm going to, let's see, going to get a runner here or not. For DeBoer. DeBoer uh, stay in the game. She's really rubbing her left arm. That I think initially, oh, now she is, I think, going to go off to the side and we'll get a runner for her. So DeBoer, the first baseman, she got to smack there in the left arm and initially didn't really react painfully, but, but I think it's one of those that comes back and starts to sting after a little bit. And, and she was really rubbing that arm and had to go out. So Placing her on the base paths is Jordan Van Skoik. Van Skoik, a senior, who really a little surprising she's not in the lineup. She is hitting 373 across 59 at bats, but she will run at first base for DeBoer. Jordan Van Skoik. 
It's a one nothing game. Beatrice, the five seed, with the early advantage over number four, Hastings. One out and one on. Tana Antons is at the plate. Brooke Oshner of Hastings deals inside, gets the called strike. Antons was bending back out of the way of that one, and Oshner did get the strike call. Jordan Van Skoik, if you're wondering, that's V-A-N-S-C-H-O-I-A-C-K. Off the inside part of the bat, fouled to the right side. Couldn't have got that if you gave me the pronunciation, told me to spell it. Hastings Tigers, a little bit familiar with Beatrice. They played once this season. It was a Tigers victory. Here's the 0-2. That came in and got her. The left shoulder where Tina Antons took that blow. And consecutive batters hit by pitches means there's two aboard with one down for the nine-hole hitter Haley Loomis. And the whole infield comes in to chat with pitcher Brooke Oshner. Well, the bottom part of the order, and, uh, you know, they are pretty prominent bats still for Beatrice just because it's a deep team. That's why they're at the state tournament. But still, the bottom part of the order, not the part of the order that you're trying to put on base without earning it. That's what the Tigers are going to have to work through here. Haley Loomis is the hitter now. Loomis is a sophomore batting 304 with 11 ribbies, 15 runs scored. And Oshner, those that had bat against uh, Antons, the whole the whole AB she was living on the inside part, now gets the outside corner for strike one to start this at bat with two aboard and one down. And she was throwing inside the whole time. She did get an inside strike call, but missed with a ball inside also, and then it did run in and get Antons, put two aboard. 0-1 pitch, check swing as she went around on that. Yep, she did. And it's 0-2. Good response here by Oshner to get ahead of Loomis. No balls, two strikes. Trying to get two outs before the dangerous Delaney Roeder comes up. Leadoff hitter is in the on-deck circle right now. 0-2 pitch. Popped up. A shallow center. And coming in to make the out is Nolette. Retiring Haley Loomis. So two down, two aboard. Hands Delaney Roeder. She has scored the lone run in this game after drawing a walk to open up the contest, was sacrificed to second, moved to third on a grounder to shortstop. Credit her base running there, able to move up that station. That's why she was able to score. Swings on the first pitch and lines it back to center field. Rounding third and heading home is Van Skoik, and she beats the throw in safe. Heading to second on the throw is Roeder. So Roeder gets up with runners on, and she makes Hastings pay. Drives in a run, so she scored one and hit one in, and the star for the Lady O has Beatrice in front, 2-0 in the top of the second. Anton's advanced to third base. So second and third with two down for Brooke Gleason. Well, you got to get your studs to play well at the state tournament, and so far Delaney Roeder showing out for Beatrice. There's a first pitch strike. Brooke Oshner wheels and deals right up the middle, getting ahead of Roeder. Well, the hit batters come back to hurt Hastings here in the second. 
Can they limit the damage? Hard hit ground ball going to a knee is Lauk. She makes the play, throws to first, and a brilliant stretch by Wenzel. That retires the top of the second inning. But again, Beatrice pushes across a run. They do it on just one hit. There weren't any errors. There were a couple left on base. The bottom of the second coming up, Nolette, Witte, and Wenzel try to erase a 2-0 deficit on KHAS Radio. The team at Klein Insurance has a winning record of service offering home, auto, business, farm, and crop insurance. If you want to score big with service and great rates, stop by Klein Insurance at 710 South Burlington and Hastings or call 463-1256 and let the Klein Insurance team serve you today. At Allo, we believe in the exceptional. From extraordinary whole home coverage to super fast speeds, our local teams are always on hand to make sure your service is running at top performance. Let go of lag, banish buffering, and enjoy outstanding service throughout your entire home. We believe in delivering nothing less than exceptional service, so that's exactly what we do. Visit us at allofiber.com to experience the exceptional. High School Softball on KHAS Radio is brought to you in part by Big G Ace in Hastings, PTSR, Russ's Market in Hastings, Centennial Plastics, and by Klein Insurance. Michael Shively with you in the bottom of the second inning, and the Hastings High Tigers find themselves down a couple of runs. The Lady Orange able to push across a run in each of these first two innings, and they've done it on just one hit. Took advantage of a walk in the first inning, and two hit batters in the second. Hastings High with Emma Landgren getting on, a hit batter in the first inning, looking to get their first hit here in the second. The five, six, and seven hitters will go against Layla Boyko. Boyko, the pitcher for the Lady Orange. Righty on righty, the first pitch to Nolens. Inside for a ball. Nolette is a junior hitting 400. 31 run bat, runs batted in. She's knocked three homers. Scored her 32 times. Really fine junior season for Mackenzie Nolette. 1-0 pitch. Got a good piece of it, but fouls it wide right. Nice crowd here for this Hastings High versus Beatrice game where the Tigers trail 2-0 in the second. Even some Beatrice students making the trip, filling up uh, some of the stands along the first base side. 1-1 pitch. Hit to the right side of the infield on two hops fielded by Gleason, the second baseman, and throws to first to retire Mackenzie Nolet. Out number one. Now Piper Witte comes up. Hastings High, they have a section over there as well. I believe they're the, the jersey-clad High school boys going with the jersey theme. They're not in the actual stands, but are milling around. Really good uh, turnout in the outfield. Yep, that's beyond the makeshift short five-foot-tall fence. Folks can plop their lawn chair down, get a good view. First pitch to the left-handed hitter, Witty. She offers at it. Can't make contact. 0-1 count. Even a... Little game of football cropped up in deep right field beyond the fence. There is that makeshift fence, and beyond that uh, is the layer of the, the high fence. 
0-1 pitch from Boyko. Popped up, fouled, left side and out of play. So the batter, Piper Witty, she's a freshman, hitting 458. 14 runs batted in, 25 runs scored. She's a lefty slap hitter. And Beatrice playing with some funky defense. No balls, two strikes here. Way outside, that missed the catcher all the way to the backstop. One and two. The right fielder has come in to play on the left side of the infield. There's one player along the third base line, halfway between the home plate and the bag, a third baseman in a traditional spot, and a shortstop shading towards third. Nobody in right field. So they know the, the spray chart for Witty. One-two pitch, takes a couple of steps. Well, umpire thought about ringing her up. It was outside for a ball, two and two. They know that from that slap-hitting approach, you take a couple of steps to get closer to the base, slap that ball, and try to beat it out to first. They know that she slaps it to the third base side. They extra defender, nobody in right field. Boyko's 2-2. Witty gets a piece of it. Fouls it off. Didn't take a full cut there. And able to keep the at-bat alive. Always love this in softball, these, the slap-hitting approach. Adds a layer of intrigue to the game, some further strategy, what you want to do with those lefties. Pure contact hitters. 2-2, check their swing. You almost worry some as that one's high for a ball on that check swing. If When you do check your swing because you're running, you almost run that bat through the strength zone no matter what, but able to pull it back. After falling down on the count, 0-2, it's now 3-2 to Witty with the bases clear and one down. Next pitch, swing and a miss. Boyko comes through and gets the whiff. That's her first strike out of the contest. And it brings up uh, Maddie Wenzel with two outs and nobody aboard. Wenzel is the first baseman for Hastings. She's a junior hitting 333 with two homers, 27 driven in, and 15 runs scored. Boyko with her right foot on the rubber. Winds and throws way inside. 1-0 the count. Good job by Wenzel. She jutted out of the way. We've already seen three hit batters in this game. One plunked by Boyko. Back-to-back plunked by Oshner. Beatrice 1-0 pitch. Outer half of the plate for a strike. Tigers feeling things out offensively. Mentioned they played Beatrice before. Successful outing. That was back on August 19th. Tigers won that one 19-10. Off the end of the bat fouled. One and two. So there was not a shortage of offense. That game was played at Beatrice and part of a double duel. Hastings won it 19-10. But August 19th in softball time, that might as well have been last century. Whole different ball game, different teams when you get to this point of the season from August 19th. Might not have even been in school then. One ball, two strikes with the bases clear and two down. It's low and away. Beatrice has the 2-0 lead in the bottom of the second over number four, Hastings. 
Tigers trying to feel out Layla Boyko, the pitcher. Boyko has been a little wild, but she hasn't come close to surrendering a hit yet. Tigers really making her work. 2-2. Sot off right back to the pitcher. A flare shot and reached above her head to make the play. Did Layla Boyko. So a line out to the pitcher means three up, three down for Hastings High in the bottom of the second inning. We move to the top of the third with the Tigers trailing the Lady Orange 2-0 in the first round of the state softball tournament in Hastings. Looking for a quality but still affordable vehicle? Many of our customers have found peace of mind through our great selection of Ford Blue Advantage certified pre-owned vehicles. Each one goes through a 172-point inspection and reconditioning process by factory-trained technicians. Looking for a different used vehicle option? No problem. We carry all makes and models and have financing options for qualified vehicles and buyers. Experience the difference and join our family at Hastings Ford. We are Nebraska. Not all buyers and vehicles will for financing. See you for details. When you need power for your irrigation equipment, think Husker Power Products in Hastings and Sutton. This is Joe Vandeventer, and we are your local supplier of natural gas and propane power units and reliable, fuel-efficient Isuzu diesels. When you need parts, service, or a turnkey engine to power your irrigation system, call Husker Power Products at 402-463-1531 or visit us on the web at huskerpowerproducts.com. State Tournament Softball on KHAS Radio is presented by Mary Lanning Healthcare. Your care, our inspiration. 2-0 Beatrice with the lead, top of the third inning. Brooke Oshner trying to put her first goose egg on the scoreboard. Right-handed pitcher for Hastings High School. Throws the first pitch of the side to Sadie, throws it low for a ball. Again, Harith, uh, that sophomore, hasn't had a whole lot of time, but the short time that she has had, she's been good, six for 11. Grounded out to shortstop in the first. 1-0 pitch, got the outside corner, good offering by Oshner there. Hastings defeated Bennington, as we mentioned there in the district final. Beatrice had to face Omaha Scott. Scott not nearly as uh, dominant this year. Next pitch, inside corner, strike two. One ball, two strikes. Scott, that team that was unstoppable in the late teens and 2020. But this year they were mortal. But they did claim one of those district final games against Beatrice. One-two pitch, high and away. Scott won the first nine to four, but then Beatrice won the next two, 10 to eight and 11 to three. So the Lady Orange getting to state in impressive fashion against a perennial power and overcoming an early loss in that district final. Might have just been high or maybe a little in. That was right around the zone though, and it's a full count. Tough one to lay off your Sadie Heron, but she did. So Oshner not going to need to come back with her best stuff here. Full count. Here's the pitch. Fought off. Now this Beatrice team has not made it easy for Oshner. Roeder worked a full count walk in the first inning. She came home to score on the error by the shortstop, Laux. And a couple of hit batters in the second inning. 
And Beatrice already in that second trip through the order with the three-hole hitter. We're just in the third inning. Low pitch, ball four, good eye by Harris. And Beatrice getting lots of base runners. This is now five base runners that have reached in some way besides a hit. That's six base runners for Beatrice, only one of them by a hit. And credit to the Tigers for only giving up two runs to this point. And that is, is not the recipe for state tournament success, giving free passes. Here's Kelly Schwizo. She reached on the air in the first. First offering, swings at it, fouls it off of the dish and to the left side, 0-1. Schwizo with those fine defensive plays over at shortstop earlier in the contest. She certainly knows about state tournament softball. I'm sure she was here watching her older sister, Riley Schwizo, who starred for the Lady Orange in their trips to state in 2018 and 19. Hard hit ground ball past the lunging third baseman, Landgren, into left field. So Callie Schwizo continues to have a fine game with her defense, and now her hitting. She's been aboard twice, this one by the hit. Harith moves up to second base. That's two aboard and no outs. The Tigers again in trouble, trailing 2-0 in the top of the third. It's the middle part of the order right now. Schwizo is the cleanup hitter, so now Tatum Templemeyer in the five-hole digs in. Big moment for Oshner to keep this one just a, a couple-run game. First pitch is a ball inside. Hastings St. Cecilia has already demonstrated you can come back from a 2-0 deficit. And that's what they did this morning. They were down 2-0 after an inning and a half. Ended up winning 7-3. One ball, no strikes. Bunt shown, pulled back. The pitch is right down Main Street, 1-1. One one. But no doubt about it, come back certainly easier when it's just a couple of runs. If it balloons greater than that, your chances dwindle. Therefore, big moment here for Oshner and company. 1-1. Hard hit ground ball towards short fielded. Pitched over to second base for the out there by the force. Really more of a shovel by Laux, the shortstop to Kratzner, the covering second baseman. They did not have a chance at the double turn there, but a nice play by the middle infielders, a 6-4 to four fielder's choice. Harith does advance to third. Schwizo out at second. Templemeyer is the runner at first base for Paisley Belding. They have him on the edges to the Lady Orange, leading 2-0 in the top of the third, just one down. The Tigers trying to get out of this one unscathed. And the first pitch to... Paisley, fly ball, foul territory left side, and it leaks into the dugout. 0-1. Paisley belding, lined out to third base. Really scorched it over to Landgren back in the second. Oshner does not have a strikeout on her ledger yet today. Now would be the opportune time for number one. Gives the stare down to her catcher, delivers upstairs. Runner takes off towards second. Double clutch throw. Surprised that Beck still threw that when she had to double clutch. It's a stolen base for Templemeyer. 
two in scoring position with just one out. Back, uh, she either didn't get it cleanly out of the mitt there or thought twice because there was a runner at third about throwing to second, but did still elect to throw it. 1-1, one, one, fouled back off the top of the press box. 1-2. and two. But uh, the runner at third, Harith, never thought about trying to take home on that throw to second. It's the top of the third and a critical moment in the early part of this state tournament game. Fly ball left side again. This one going to get a little further foul towards the team trying to warm up and get ready for the Class C game that will follow this one. That's the Wayne Blue Devils over there. They got out of the way. 2-0 Beatrice. And they have runners at second and third with one out. There's six-hole hitter Paisley belding at the plate. The sophomore, Oshner from Hastings, throws. It's ripped foul to the left side. She's pulling this into foul territory is belding. She's in front of the pitches. She's really getting a good piece of contact on it. She's not steering it to the right part. With a 1-2 count, all Oshner needs is to get a whiff here for a critical out number two. The plate has been dusted off. Oshner will lean back in from the rubber. Here's the pitch. Ground ball hit towards short, fielded, thrown to first base, and Laux connects with Wenzel for the out, but it does put in a run. Harith comes in to score from third base on the fielder's choice. Belding retired at first. A run batted in for Paisley Belding, and the lead is three. One run in each inning for the Lady Orange. Is this uh, DeBoer or Vance Coik at the plate now with two down and a runner at second base? The first pitch comes in and it hits <laughs> it hits Vance Coik. So it was Vance Coik who came in for Lucy DeBoer who was hit by a pitch earlier, had to leave. And Vance Coik who is now playing in place of DeBoer got hit by a pitch. Something about that seven hole is uh, like a magnet towards the pitch of Brooke Oshner. And it's not an insignificant development that does load the bases. Or actually, pardon me, just first and second. First and second. Templemeyer was not able to advance on that ground ball to shortstop earlier. Well, the walk came home. It's uh, these free passes that have Really been tough for Hastings High to deal with. Now trailing 3-0 in the top of the third. A walk in the top of the first came in to score on an error. Now that's a sentence that Blake Marquardt doesn't want to hear. A walk that comes in to score on an error. Hmm. Second inning, two batters hit by pitches, and one of them did come home to score. Third, a leadoff walk to Harith, and she came in to score. So it, all the runners who have played it for Beatrice took their base in some fashion other than a hit. Long conversation right now in the circle. It looks like a Coach Marquardt making a change of some kind. We might be seeing a new pitcher, but we'll check on that for sure, or perhaps a, a defensive adjustment of some kind. 
Oshner is 12-2 and two with a 3.7 ERA, but there have been a couple of other players who have thrown this year. Madison Wenzel, 8-5 with a 6.7 earned run average. Mackenzie Nolette is 5-2 with a 5.7. But uh, Oshner hasn't been getting hit hard. She's just hit three batters and walked two. That's been the issue. And still talking there now that now uh, the whole umpire crew, all three of the guys in blue are going to discuss this one. Coach Mark Hortz made whatever adjustment he wanted. The, the lineup card was out, so that exchanged some kind, but it'd be a little complicated if the umpires have to discuss this lineup adjustment. As it stands right now, Beatrice has runners at first and second base with two down in the top of the third. The lady in front of the Tigers, 3-0. Winner of this game will play again today at 7 o'clock. That will be against the winner of Blair versus Roncalli Duchenne. The loser plays tomorrow at 11.30 in the morning. Of course, we'll be following Hastings High regardless. But in the meantime, we don't know what's going on with the Hastings High lineup. About a minute-long conversation between coach and umpire, followed up by at least a minute here with the umpire crew. And now the Tigers team that's standing in the circle, they're all looking at the umpires themselves, wondering what's about to happen. Gary Lytle walks in and says, let's do something about this. Now they're going to go back and talk to the Hastings dugout. I don't know what could be so complicated in a lineup. We're going to get it settled. I can say that. All right. No adjustments. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Hastings High. They, uh, okay, so uh, just overhearing some that changed who the designated player was for Beatrice and and got it squared away. So Van Squick, who is hitting for DeBoer, combined with some defensive changes, uh, it must have thrown everybody for a loop there. They got it settled out. We'll try to get it right on our scorebook here uh, between innings. But in the meantime, the first pitch to Tana Antons after that lengthy delay is way inside, almost hit her. Antons has been hit by a pitch already. Runners at second and third. They each advanced. Next offering goes all the way to the back. Backstop, but it's a short backstop here at the Smith Softball Complex. Bounces right back to Beck, so no chance for advancement. It's 2-0, and Oshner starting to get into to dangerous territory here, and now there's a, a another visit in the circle. Coaching staff coming out for Hastings High. I, I, this might be just a, hey, I know we just had a, a few-minute delay there to settle out something on the lineup card. Need to get you guys settled back in and refocused here uh, because critical juncture of this game, trailing 3-0 with two runners in scoring position. I mean, one hit here by Antons, and the complexion of this game is really trending the wrong direction for Hastings High. But to hypothesize that there would be a hit would be a bit premature. 
there's only been two hits for Beatrice. They've had a whole slew of base runners. Let me count them up here. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven. Eight base runners. Six of them have reached in ways besides a hit. So really not even that concerned about the RBI hit here. It's are you going to hit a batter or walk someone and then load the bases? You know, the, the Tigers just having trouble throwing strikes. That was a lengthy circle visit. <laughs> that was lengthy. Uh, the umpire did not even start walking out to break it up, giving a really long leash there to Coach Mark Horton. Now Hastings regrouped, ready to go. We've thrown two pitches in the last seven or eight minutes. Now they're on second and third with two down. 2-0 delivery. That grabs the outer half for a called strike. Good pitch by Brooke Oshner. She was refocused by her coach. Now trying to retire the eight-hole hitter, Antons. Looking to keep this a three-run deficit. And team like Hastings that has had quite a prolific uh, power attack this year. That's not that big of a deficit. Swing and a miss by Antons. Two balls, two strikes. Hastings does like to go deep. They have a player with nine homers, one player with eight homers, and one with seven. Here's a 2-2. Ground ball hit right towards first. It's gloved by Wenzel, and she steps on the bag to get out of the side. But another run comes across on one hit. There were no errors, and a couple left aboard. The Lady Orange have stranded five runners through three innings, but they lead three-zip over Hastings High. Bottom of the third next on KHAS Radio. My grandfather was an orthopedic surgeon in Omaha, and he told me not to go into medicine. And my wife said that she would never marry a doctor, and so I went to be a PA. And one night, called her, said I'm going to be home late, and she said, well, you should have just gone to medical school. So at that point, I went back through medical school. It's kind of what I've always wanted to do. One of the things that kind of attracted me to Mary Lanning, you see that they take good care of people. I've always wanted to practice in a smaller town, and Mary Lanning had all the qualities that we were searching for in our job and our location and where to raise our children. And I think Hastings was the perfect fit for us. This is where we were supposed to be. I'm Brent Hood, orthopedic surgeon, Mary Lanning Healthcare. Mary Lanning Healthcare. Your care, our inspiration. We have sorted through the a situation for Beatrice. The Lady Orange made a, a lineup change that led to about a five, six minute delay in game action. Got it figured out for sure. Not too drastic of a change, but Sadie Harris, who started the game as the first baseman, is now the, or started the game as the designated player, is now the first baseman. Lucy DeBoer, who started as the first baseman, we covered how Van Skoik came in for her, but instead of playing first base, Van Skoik is the designated offensive player here, and Harith will be at first base. So that's all it was. That's a change. We got it sorted out. Now we resume action. The first pitch at the bottom of the third is inside for a ball to Emily Kratzer. 3-0, Beatrice in front of Hastings. They've done it on just two hits. Hastings High still looking for their first hit. We've been playing softball for nearly, oh, we've been playing about 50 minutes. Here's the 1-0. -oh. 
and it's line foul to the right side. We've been playing about 50 minutes, and we're only on the eighth batter for Hastings. Emma Landgren was hit by a pitch in the first. Otherwise, everybody's been retired, and we've just had some really long half innings due to uh, conversations with coaches and players and umpires and deep counts. But here we are with the Tigers trying to fight their way back into it. Late swing, foul tip into the mitt. It's one and two. So Emily Kratzer, let's introduce Kratzer, wearing number 10 in black. She's a, a freshman hitting 360. 20 runs batted in, 26 runs scored. Can she get aboard to begin this frame? One ball, two strikes. Layla Boyko deals. Softly hit ground ball. Callie Schwizo, the shortstop, charges, throws out at first base. Yeah, don't hit it to shortstop. Because Schwizo, she's a, Do we give out gold gloves in high school? I don't think so, but... In, she charges that with, with pretty good speed. You can tell she's a, a well-rounded athlete. Again, uh, familiar with her sister from coverage of Southeast Nebraska before. Riley was a multi-sport athlete that excelled, and now her 10th grade sister is showing those same skills. First pitch to the nine-hole hitter, Hallie Schultz, is a ball. Schultz is a junior batting 237 with 13 runs batted in and 25 runs scored. The dangerous Oshner is on deck. Will she have anybody aboard when she comes up to face Boyko? 1-0 pitch, way in. Schultz bailing out on those first couple pitches. They were balls. See if there's something there that she's able to stand in on and get a rip against. Boyko's lone blemish so far, that hit batter in the first inning. The 2-0. Outside, yeah, Schultz is taking a step back. That pitch was off the plate to the outside, and Schultz, is, her, her lead foot is stepping backwards. And she has taken three balls, and trying to get aboard. A shake of the softball, now Boyko poised. Winds up and throws, it's high, that's ball four. Four pitches is all it took. So Schultz gets on, and the top of the order comes up. Well, nice job there by Hallie Schultz, uh, not offering at any of those four pitches. She gets on base, and, and that's when things can start to turn. Get some runners on, put some pressure on the defense, put some pressure on the pitcher with the best part of your lineup coming up. That's the situation here, and that's what you're trying to do, down three runs in the third to try to get back into it. The four-seed Hastings Tigers behind the five-seed Beatrice Lady Orange. And that one grabs the inside part of the plate for a strike to Brooke Oshner. Uh, Oshner, the pitcher, has really been working hard there in the circle. At the plate, she hits better than 500. Can she provide herself with some confidence with a hit here? 0-1, low. And it leaks away from the catcher up to second base. Uh, in standing up uh, is Hallie Schultz. Uh, he'll give her the stolen base for that. Runner in scoring position now with one down. Tigers trying to chip away piece by piece. The 1-1 to Oshner. Swings and lines towards short. Diving back in. Alert effort by Schultz. She got back to second base. 
on that line out by Oshner. <laughs> yeah, it, it was the shortstop again. There's Schwizo over there at short. Don't hit it that direction, folks. Uh, but, uh, yeah, Schultz, good base running. Able to swipe second as that ball leaked away from the catcher. Then dove back into second. It really would have had to have been a, a play where she was pretty far out to get doubled up. Outside on the first pitch to Hayden Lauks. Second baseman was pretty far towards first. So good chance to get back to the base for Schultz. But that might have been the best hit ball by Hastings so far, and it's an out. One ball, no strikes to Hayden Lauks, the lefty. Takes outside. Lauks uh, ground out to short in the first inning. And I believe this is, it was against Lauks. Um, actually, no, I think it was a player later on. It was Witty where they brought in that right fielder to play at third base. It was not this left-hander in Lauks. Her spray chart must not be quite as uh, pronounced in hitting to the left side as a left-hander. Inner half called strike. It's two and one. Sophomore for the Tigers trying to come up with a, an enormous two-out poke right here because Schultz will be running on contact with two down. The next pitch from Boyko, low. And ahead in the count here, Laux has it to three balls and a strike. Emma Landgren is on deck. She is dangerous. Tigers trailing by a few runs in the third. Big chance with a runner in scoring position. The 3-1. High ball for Wachter. Two aboard. So Landgren comes up. She was hit by a pitch in the first inning, was the lone batter who had reached until the walk issued to Schultz earlier this side. But still, the only three batters who have reached for Hastings have reached by walk or hit batter. They're going to need a hit to break this one to break this uh, scoreless situation. Emma Landgren, can she deliver? Boyko throws. It's a strike on the upper portion of the strike zone, and it's 0-1. Landgren, a senior for the Tigers, the lone senior. Everybody else, a junior or sophomore, even some freshmen, but Landgren, the leader of the senior, the third baseman, hitting 477. High and away, good watch. It's one ball, one strike. She's second on the team in RBI. She's second on the team in home runs. And this is the big moment for the senior. We saw it for St. Cecilia, Tatum Krikak, the only senior on that roster. She delivered a couple of huge hits in the Hawkeyes' first-round victory. Can Landgren do the same for Hastings High? Pops it backwards, foul. One ball, two strikes. Trailing by three runs in the bottom of the third with runners at first and second base. Two down. The sophomore pitcher, Boyko, for Hastings, or for Beatrice, rather, adjusts her face mask. Now has it situated as Landgren taps home plate with the bat and holds it above her right shoulder, prepared for this 1-2 offering. Boyko throws, swing and a miss. And jumping in the air, elated Boyko gets a huge strikeout, 
her second of the game, and it strands two Hastings Tigers on the base paths. No runs, no hits, no errors, and two left on. We've played three at the Smith Softball Complex in the first round of the Class B State Tournament, and it's Beatrice 3, Hastings nothing on KHAS Radio. The team at Klein Insurance has a winning record of service offering home, auto, business, farm, and crop insurance. If you want to score big with service and great rates, stop by Klein Insurance at 710 South Burlington and Hastings or call 463-1256 and let the Klein Insurance team serve you today. Family Medical Center of Hastings is the place to go for all your health care needs. Their team is trained to treat the whole person, regardless of age. They provide a wide range of medical care, including acute care, routine health screenings, and treatment of chronic conditions. They're dedicated to providing you the best care in the most cost-effective manner. Family Medical Center, as an independent clinic, has served the community for over 60 years. Your family's home for health care. 1021 West 14th Street, proud to support all area student-athletes. Allo is turning 20 this year, and we plan to celebrate all year long. Since 2003, Allo has vowed to put customers first and deliver a drastically different experience. No matter where you live, work, or play, we believe you deserve an affordable, secure, and reliable connection. We're proud to have served our businesses and residents with seriously fast fiber optic service for two decades. Thank you for trusting Allo as your local internet, phone, and TV provider. Follow us on social media to know about the 20th anniversary celebrations in all our Allo communities. We continue our coverage of State High School softball on KHAS Radio. The first pitch at the top of the fourth is in for a strike from Brooke Oshner of Hastings High. Facing the 9-1-2 and two hitters for Beatrice, but trailing 3-0. Loomis, Roeder, and Gleason. Haley Loomis, the right fielder, flew out in her first at-bat, flares this one to shallow center, and it finds a home between the second baseman and center fielder, there's a single to start off the fourth. That's now three out of four innings in which Beatrice has put its leadoff hitter on base. It's 3-0, and this is one run from each inning. Death by paper cuts for Hastings High here. That was just the third hit they've surrendered. Here's Oshner trying to get situated, but having to do so against Delaney Roeder, who swings and misses at the first pitch. Roeder walked and scored in the first, singled in a run in the second. She is mighty good. Been told by uh, our colleague over at KWBE, she won a National Player of the Week honor. Garnering some national attention, both on the recruiting circuit and even in some awards, Delaney Roeder has been that good. A 468 hitter with 21 ribbies, 37 runs scored, but my guess is she'd uh, make some hay at the club level as well. Outside pitch, that's a ball two and one with no outs on a runner at first for Beatrice. Lady Orange like what they have in their leadoff hitter, their senior center fielder. Oshner looks at the wristband, here's the 2-1. Flown towards the left side, foul. Got a good piece of that, but inside part of the bat fouled it off. Yeah, the walks, the hit batters, and one error, they've all hurt the Tigers. But a leadoff single here on the fourth. Can Oshner work around? 
Next pitch, hard hit, ground ball, diving at shortstop. Laps can't get to it. It leaks into center for a base hit. Hard hit, ground ball. Roeder's been on base all three times. There's runners at first and second with one out, with no outs. The scoreboard reads one out. There are no outs. Brooke Gleason comes up. Gleason is 0 for 1 with a sacrifice bunt. This isn't the only game in action. Three others here in Class B happening simultaneously. See if we can find some updates for you. First pitch showing bunt fouled back. Gleason already has that one sacrifice and being asked to do so again with her team up 3-0 in the top of the fourth over Hastings. Other scores. This one already final. We know who these teams will play next. The number one seed Blair dispatches of number eight Duchenne Ron Colley, 15-2. That one in the books. Next pitch is high for a ball to Gleason. Scott's Bluff and Northwest in action, and the seventh seed has the lead over the two seed, nine to six. The Bearcats of Scott's Bluff against the defending champion Vikings. Scott's Bluff up nine six. Next pitch, this one fouled back. I believe it's a one ball, two strike count. Yep, it is. One and two with no outs and two aboard for Beatrice. Hastings in trouble here, down three runs already midway through this ball game. And the final score to update you on, tight contest. Elkhorn North in the three versus six. Elkhorn North, uh, being the three seed, has the two to one lead over the six seed, Waverly. All right, here is Brooke Oshner, the sophomore, dealing the one two. Line foul, ooh, she got a lot of it, but pulled it foul. So to recap, Blair beats Duchenne Ron Colley 15-2. The winner of this game will face Blair. The loser will face Duchenne Ron Colley. Scott's Bluff leads Northwest 9-6, and Elkhorn North leads Waverly 2-1. Our game is 3-0, Beatrice over Hastings. That's the five seed over the four seed. Still plenty of time for the Tigers. Ahead 1-2 against Brooke Gleason. Oshner's pitch is high for a ball. 2-2. Two two. Well, it's been a long afternoon for Oshner. Each frame for Beatrice uh, really taking quite a while to work through. The shortest was five batters. It's walks, hit batters that have been plaguing Hastings. Here's another 2-2, two, two, fouled back. But really just a, a long time spent in the circle for Oshner. You don't worry about the pitch count, but uh, still just general fatigue and pressure that mounts from extended period of time with your foot on the rubber. That's what she's had to deal with. Getting at, being asked to do a lot as a 10th grader here. Trying to preserve what is just a three-run deficit currently. 2-2 two, two pitch. Came in and hit her. And Gleason gets aboard. The foul ball is an underrated part of the game because it keeps at-bats rolling. And at the high school level, if you just keep that at-bat going, wait for the pitcher to make a mistake. More often than not, they will. That was the case there. Gleason fouls off several, gets hit by the pitch. So a couple of singles and a hit batter have loaded the bases for Beatrice with no outs and their three-hole hitter at the plate. It's Sadie Harith. Harith has walked and scored and grounded out. The infield is drawn in for Hastings High. 
already down a few runs. Oshner has not struck anybody out today. Here she offers. It's fouled off. Now she's not getting the swing and miss too much. That's something you need in this no-outs, bases-loaded scenario. And also trying to get her to lift one, pop it up. Harris, a sophomore, and she gets a piece of it, fouling into the, the third base side and got turned around a little, little bit over there, did Landgren. Would have been a tough play regardless, but got turned around as the wind has picked up now. Wind uh, really blowing in from left field uh, seems a little more significantly than the middle, uh, early part of this game. Checking some of the flags might have played a factor there. No balls, two strikes. Here's the pitch. Oshner misses high and away. Again, really need that punch out. Has her at two strikes. Can Oshner finish the job against the lefty Harris? Get that first out at the top of the fourth. Here it comes. Oh, just missed. Thought she had strike three. Uh, maybe a little high. Right around the zone. Don't know, Harith, that's a, with two strikes, don't know how you lay that one off, but she did. It's two and two. This one well upstairs and three straight balls after Oshner got ahead, nothing and two. The Lady Orange dugout clapping their hands above their head. With the bases full of orange and no outs. The full count pitched from Oshner inside, ball four, Wachter. And a free pass, nets another run for the Lady Orange. They push one across, the bases remain loaded with no outs. Loomis comes in to score after her single. Roder moves to third and Gleason's at second. Oh, you go back to that 2-2 pitch that looked pretty close to the zone. Uh, easy to, to uh, beg in that situation when you're trailing, but when momentum is on one side, it really is. Momentum has helped the Lady Orange to a 4-0 lead. But one run each inning does not doom you. See if the Tigers can keep it at that. It's going to be a tough task with the cleanup hitter Schwizo up and no outs with the bases loaded. Kelly Schwizo reached on an error in the first, singled in the third. Infield remains drawn in. As Oshner glances at the wristband, here's the first pitch. Strike. Crossed the, really is moving right to left as we see it there from, from the left-handed batter's box to the right-handed side. Oh, sideways across that plate. No balls and a strike. Ground ball, third base. Landgren knocks it down and applies the tag on the runner at third base. But in to score comes Delaney Roeder on the run batted infielder's choice off the bat of Kelly Schwizo. That was a hard play at third. And really well done by Landgren. She, if she had gloved it right away, could have perhaps had a play at home. It would have been close. But she didn't glove it. She knocked it down, then grabbed it with her mitt and turned around to tag the base runner. So Gleason is out. Harith is up to third, and it's 5 nothing. 
Outside on the first pitch, it's 1-0 to Tatum Templemeyer. So Cali Schwizo with the RBI. And Tigers trying to get out of this with limiting the damage. That's just one out after that tag out. Check swing, she went around on that. Couldn't hold back, Templemeyer facing a 1-1 count. Tigers down five zip in the top of the fourth. The next pitch, chopper hit towards short, thrown to second base and they get the force for out number two. Lauks to Kratzer. So Schwizo out, Harith is up to third base. Lady Orange are on the corners with two down. The Tigers have the middle of their lineup coming up, so you think there's a chance in the bottom of the fourth that you could put some runs up, try to cut into this deficit, which stands at 5-0. But first things first, Paisley Belding, who is 0-2 but has a run batted in. That came in the third. First pitch is upstairs. That's it. It's been control. That, that's been the, the tough part for Oshner this afternoon. Falls behind this batter. Our second pitch to Belding. High and away. I would love to see a distribution of balls and strikes. I'd wager that it's probably about even for Oshner. Maybe a little heavy on the ball's side, and it's a, a, a pretty good job to limit that damage to five runs at this point. Here she throws a strike, two and one. And credit Beatrice, their game plan coming in was to see some pitches. They have seen some pitches. They've been hit by a few of them too. Stood in there and taken their base. Two one count popped up. This one gets to the stands. That might have landed there into the second uh, balcony there. Right in between the roof and the balcony. Paisley Belding at the plate. The third baseman for Beatrice is a senior. Mentioned that the Lady Orange are young, not as young as Hastings, who has just one senior. Lady Orange with five, six, make that six, but a lot of their difference makers are younger players too. Two balls, two strikes with runners on the corners and two down. The pitch is high and a full count. We've already seen one batter reach by a walk and one be hit by a pitch in this inning. That's been paired with a couple of singles to net those two runs. 3-2 pitch, fly ball, shallow center. In comes Nolette. Nolette makes the play and the side is retired, but seven come to the plate for Beatrice. They get two runs, doing it on two hits. There were no errors, and a couple left on base. 5-0 the score. The Lady Orange in front of the Tigers. Hastings high to the plate in the bottom of the fourth after this on KHAS Radio. Five Points Bank. Keeping your money safe and secure is something we take very seriously. But we are also serious about meeting you where you are, supporting our communities and the causes you care about, knowing your banker by name, making decisions locally, 
doing all we can to improve the area's quality of life, owned by families to serve families. Yes, we're a bank, but we are the better bank. Five Points Bank. Here's what a few happy customers are saying about Russ's Market in Hastings. I love shopping at Russ's Market. The employees are so friendly and helpful. They even bag your groceries and carry them to the car for you. Now that is service. At Russ's Market, I always find the freshest meat and produce around. And the deli has tasty items prepared for an instant meal. Russ's Market is my one-stop shop. From bakery to a cafe and great selections on groceries and supplies, too. Shop Russ's Market in Hastings because quality matters. State Tournament Softball on KHAS Radio is presented by Mary Lanning Healthcare. Your care, our inspiration. Sun is bright and shining. It's uh, kicked up the intensity here in uh, North Hastings at the Smith Softball Complex. Tigers, are they fueled by that sun? Need a, a little bit of a comeback. Down 5 nothing in the bottom of the fourth. First pitch runs inside and hits Grace back, the cleanup hitter. We've seen our fair share of hit batters in this game. That's uh, a six. Yeah, four hit batters by Oshner, the pitcher for Hastings. Two hit batters by Boyko, the pitcher for Beatrice. And now Beck is having tr- She's going to have to leave the game. She is the catcher, so that's a courtesy runner situation. So running for Hastings is Grace Craig. Craig into run. Mackenzie Nolet at the plate. Still time here for Hastings. Just the bottom of the fourth. Play seven in high school softball unless there's a run rule situation. Tigers want to avoid that. But still time to recover from a 5-0 deficit. Just got to start doing it sooner than later. Nolet wants to be the anchor that starts that. She is a junior batting 400. She's at the plate with the runner at first and no outs. Takes upstairs from Boyko. You know, Boyko hasn't been the most efficient either. She just hasn't allowed the hits. As a matter of fact, she hasn't allowed a single hit in this game. Plenty of base runners, no hits. 1-0. Low, yeah, that, that is the difference. And... Oshner maybe a little more pronounced. She's hit more batters. Anytime you hit five batters, that's going to be trouble. But she hasn't been hit too hard either. But the hits may be the difference. And it, it, both sides have issued walks and hit batsmen. But the hits have only come on one side. Conversation on the mound right now. We're in the circle right now. After the last pitch was a ball, it's a 2-0 count. So a hit batter and then falling behind Nolet 2-0. Means Gary Lytle in his orange polo and black shorts heads out for the conversation. Not a Beatrice Public Schools employee. Works uh, in the private sector, but loves coaching softball. Has had some history of success in his family. Both Beatrice High and at the club level. He did some club coaching himself. Here's a 2-0. Flown foul. Off the right side upper side of that chain link backstop. Two and one. And Blake Marquardt, his first season leading Hastings High. But he is a Hastings Public Schools employee. He coaches few sports and first year as the head coach 
for the Tigers softball team. 2-1 pitch with a third baseman playing halfway towards home. Just missed. Not quite sure where to Nolette. Nolette a ground out victim earlier, grounded to second. The third baseman belding is two-thirds. She's retreated a little bit, two-thirds of the way towards home against the righty. 3-1 pitch from Boyko. Chopper hit towards second. Gloved, they toss towards first base. They throw to, or toss towards second base, excuse me, get the force out. The throw to first is way late. Fielder's choice retires back at second. So Nolette replaces back at first, make that Craig at first base. Courtesy runner retired at second. One on, one down. Piper Witty comes up, struck out in the second inning. And right on cue, there comes the right fielder into play that in-between third base and home spot. First pitch to the lefty, swings and misses. So Belding is the third baseman, Paisley Belding. She is the one that comes in and plays on the third base line halfway between home and third. Coming in to play third base is the right fielder. Or maybe it's the left fielder and they just scoot everybody else over in the outfield. The 0-1 pitch lifted towards left center, drifting over Roeder, and she makes the squeeze. That really drifted at the last second. It must have been some, some funny spin, but Piper Witty flies out. That's out number two. Runner at first for Hastings High. Maddie Wenzel will take her turn against Boyko. Now Boyko, despite walking a couple and hitting a couple batters, has had the Tigers' number for the most part. Really remarkable job. This one's in for a strike because she's fallen behind a good host of batters. The sophomore has been unfazed and has induced uh, quite a few ground balls and flyouts to go along with two strikeouts. Runner at first is Nolette with two down. Next pitch, line foul. And it's 0-2. It sounds like the Northwest Vikings might be getting even or taking the lead against Scott's Bluff. Another Class B game happening right now. We do know one result already. Blair defeated Duchenne Roncalli. Two down, two strikes. Here's the pitch high. Big lead off for the runner at first, Nolette. Is trying to get a head start if she can. Just try to go first to third on a single. Here's Layla Boyko, the sophomore. She's starting to feel it, really find a groove. One-two pitch. Fly ball, left field, retreating, going back. It's over the head of the left fielder, Templemeyer. Wait a second. Ruling it out. The runner left early is the situation. The runner left early from first base. So Nolette is out. She moved too early off before the pitch, and that negated what would have been extra bases for Wenzel. Mm, Wenzel had that one to the fence, had a chance to score a run. Instead, no runs, no hits, no errors, nobody left on base. 
top of the fifth comes up. It's 5 nothing. Beatrice over Hastings on KHAS Radio. Physical Therapy and Sports Rehab offers their congratulations to the Hastings Tigers on making it to the state softball tournament. PTSR works with all area schools, keeping them healthy and on top of their game throughout the year. The therapists are trained to rehabilitate sports injuries and help athletes return to the court as soon as possible. For all your physical and occupational therapy needs, stop by their clinic at 207 South Burlington in Hastings. Call 402-462-8824 and go Tigers! So, you have a list of things that you need, but do you find yourself just wandering around a warehouse looking for somebody to help you? Or do you find yourself walking out, not knowing if you got exactly what you need? At Big G Ace in Hastings, we won't let that happen. We'll help you find what you need with all of the quality brands you trust. We have the best products, such as Scott's, miracle Grow, Toro, Ego, Milwaukee, and more. All hand-selected to keep your lawn, garden, and home looking their very best. Oh, Big G Ace, proud sponsor of high school sports, had to dump out of the one-minute ad. First pitch of the top of the fifth is bounced foul by Van Skoik. Jordy Van Skoik, the senior at the plate for Beatrice. They lead 5-0 over Hastings High. Bottom third of the lineup, though, for the Lady Orange. Oshner trying to work her first scoreless inning. Throws a strike here. She's ahead, nothing and two. Yeah, it's, it's really, it's kind of been a painful game for Hastings. They trail 5 nothing, so of course uh, you'd rather be ahead, but the fashion in which it's happened has been tough. The 0-2, fly ball right center field, and it's over the head of the right fielder, Witte, rolling up to the fence and heading into second base, sliding is Vance Goik. She's acquitted herself well since coming in for Lucy DeBoer in the second inning when DeBoer was hit by a pitch. Van Skoik has been hit by a pitch herself and rips a double. So a runner in scoring position with no outs for Hastings. And here in the fifth inning, that's four innings in which the leadoff runner has gotten on base. Well, the Lady Orange have just taken control of this game. They have played a better game of softball so far. Swing and a miss. Tana Anton's at the plate. But you, they, they've played better, but Hastings has done enough to keep themselves within range. And every time the lead is extended by a run or two by Beatrice, it just feels like, oh, there's another. Meanwhile, Hastings is still looking for that first hit. That pitch outside for a ball, one and one. Lady Orange, their dugout getting loud, their fan section waving a pom-pom. Got a couple of orange flags. Both teams orange today, though. 1-1 one, one pitch is flown towards center. Here's Nolette, and Nolette makes the squeeze. That's out number one. Anton's retired. Haley Loomis comes up. So that hit was just hit number five for Beatrice here in inning number five. Walks, error, and uh, hit batters helped contribute to that five-run Beatrice lead. The five seed over the four seed in this double elimination tournament. Opening round right now. Hard hit ground ball wide of third base past the diving Landgren. So we'll do it again, 0-1. Check in on some other scores. Other games in action right now. 13-9, Scott's Bluff 
in a high-scoring affair against Northwest. That's the seven seed over the two seed. Certainly notable. Four-run lead for the Bearcats. There's a ball. I'll send the two seed to the loser's bracket. Class C, all of the top seeds won. The number one seed, Blair, has won here in Class B. Our game's 5-0 with the five seed leading the four. With one on, one down, on a 1-1 count, the pitch is outside from Oshner. Two balls and a strike to the batter, Loomis. Van Skoik is on second with the double. Elkhorn North is ahead of Waverly, 6-2. That's the other score to bring you. Hmm, not sure where that missed. Maybe upstairs, 2-1 to Loomis. Loomis, a fly out and a single, scored a run in the fourth after starting it with a base hit. Brooke Oshner delivers, popped back towards us, didn't bring my glove. Doesn't matter, we're enclosed here in the press box, can't open up the windows. Saves us from the elements, but we don't get to hear the chatter of the crowd or the ball against the bat. Lady Orange player at second base with one down. Here's a full count pitch, fought off again by Loomis. Oshner just, she doesn't have her A stuff today, doesn't have a strikeout yet. The walks and hit batters have piled up, but now would be a good time for that punch out. Ahead of the nine hole hitter, 3-2. Here it comes, ground ball towards third, gloved. Good job by Landgren, looking the runner back to second and making the throw to first base for out number two. So Van Skoik, since getting that leadoff double, has not been able to advance. Two batters retired. And Delaney Roeder. Roeder, her and Schwizo would definitely be up uh, for player of the game with the pitcher Boyko. Roeder has reached base all three times and takes a generous outside corner strike. Roeder walked and scored in the first, singled in a run in the second, singled and scored in the fourth. Fourth trip through the order for Beatrice. They lead five zip. Lone foul. Oshner gets ahead 0-2. She just hasn't been able to put them away. She's getting ahead in some of the counts by foul ball, but then the foul ball just keeps extending the at-bat until she makes a mistake. The lack of swing and miss has made it hard for Oshner to get out. Here's the 0-2. Upstairs for a ball. Tigers have the bottom of the lineup. 7-8-9 coming up in the fifth. Trailing five zip in the top half right now. The 1-2. Line drive foul. Look out. Holy smokes. I think I saw a couple of flames going out the back of that softball as it went over towards the Wayne Blue Devils. They're hanging out behind the dugout. Oshner. Gets the signal, flips open the wristband, re-Velcros it. Here's the one-two pitch outside for a ball. If that's what it's been, it's been get ahead in the count, then foul off a million pitches until Oshner makes a mistake. That has been the recipe for Beatrice to build this 5-0 lead. Oshner's next pitch, 
Ground ball hit between the shortstop and third baseman. Rounding third, heading to the plate and scoring, standing up uh, is Van Skoik. We'll give uh, Roeder second base on the throw there. So an RBI single for Delaney Roeder, who is one heck of a high school softball player. So the leadoff double comes home to score, and Beatrice has played it a run in every inning. One run in each of the first three, two runs in the fourth, and a run here in the fifth with two down and in scoring position. Well, if you were to do it again, if you were Schultz there in left field, probably don't throw that one to home plate. Maybe try to go to second and limit that to a single. Instead, went home with it and it's an extra 90 feet or hmm, softball distance between bases advanced by Roeder. Lead is now 6-0. Conversation between infielders and Oshner in the circle. Six runs scored here by Beatrice. And a very different game than that contest back in August where Hastings was victorious. Check swimming. The pitch was low and in. 19-10 winners. Wind must have been blowing out there in Beatrice back in the second game of the regular season for the Tigers in that 19-10 win. 1-0 flown back towards us. Bounces off of the roof. Plunk. 1-1 with two down on a runner at second. Tigers down six. Beatrice has crept in front step by step, and Boyko has shut down the Tigers' bats. There's a called strike, and it's one and two. All right, Oshner's got to two strikes. Can she put her away? Brooke Gleason. 0 for 1 with a sac sacrifice bunt and a hit by pitch. Swings and fouls it to the third base side. And a tip of the cap to the Lady Orange today. Man, that, that two-strike approach has been perfect. Literally, they have not struck out, so their two-strike approach has been perfect. Until now, called strike three on the upper half of the zone. Gleason takes called strike three, the first punch out of the game for Brooke Oshner, and it gets Hastings high out of the top of the fifth. But Beatrice gets another run. They do it on two hits. There were no errors and one left on base. The bottom of the fifth on the way with the Hastings high Tigers needing some runs. They trail 6-0 to Beatrice on KHAS Radio. Looking for a quality but still affordable vehicle? Many of our customers have found peace of mind through our great selection of Ford Blue Advantage certified pre-owned vehicles. Each one goes through a 172-point inspection and reconditioning process by factory-trained technicians. Looking for a different used vehicle option? No problem. We carry all makes and models and have financing options for qualified vehicles and buyers. Experience the difference and join our family at Hastings Ford. We are Nebraska. Not all buyers and vehicles will qualify for financing. See the for details. Five Points Bank. Keeping your money safe and secure is something we take very seriously. But we are also serious about meeting you where you are, supporting our communities and the causes you care about, knowing your banker by name, making decisions locally, doing all we can to improve the area's quality of life, owned by families to serve families. Yes, we're a bank, but we are the better bank. Five Points Bank. 
Hastings High Tigers trailing 6-0, bottom of the fifth inning. Time to get the bats going. Maddie Wenzel wants to start it off. She's the first baseman who's 0 for 1. That's right, just the second trip to the plate for the Tigers. They trail 6-zip. They've been shut down by Layla Boyko, who throws a first pitch strike. How about that for a contrast? Beatrice is in its fourth trip through the batting order. There are two batters into that fourth trip. Hastings still has three batters to go on their second rotation through the lineup. The 0-1 way inside. Boyko has not surrendered a hit yet, but uh, has given up base runners in four out of, or three out of the four innings. Tigers have just not been able to hit them home. Wenzel facing the 1-1. Checked her swing. Pitch was low. Are they going to appeal that? And she uh, did not go around. So it's two balls on a strike. Tigers trying to get the offense cooking. Glancing at their uh, results this season, they have not been shut out. They have scored a run in every game in 2023. Next pitch is high and away. Three balls and a strike. You don't want to get shut out for the first time at the state tournament. There have been a handful of games where they scored just a run, but never been shut out. Layla Boyko, the sophomore, ready to deal from the right side. The 3-1, ball four. Wenzel gets on base. That's now back-to-back -back innings in which Hastings has put its leadoff runner on. Now time to capitalize with Emily Kratzer, the eight-hole hitter. Grounded out to short back in the third. The catcher Antons for Beatrice making a defensive adjustment. Signals to her crowd out there. With the winds now uh, blowing uh, more aggressively in from left than earlier today. So wind blowing in from left field. 6-0 the score. Bunt shown, pulled it back. The pitch was low. Antons pumps a throw towards first, does not actually throw it. So it is worth mentioning, Wenzel came to the plate, drew that walk. She had a full at bat to end the fourth inning, but because Mackenzie Nolet left first base early, her what would have been double was negated. It could have potentially scored a run. Hastings would have been on the board, but... Nolette was ruled to have left first base early. 1-0 pitch, fouled off. Good cut by Kratzer. And so Wenzel got a full another at-bat. She drew a walk out of it. But she did finally get a hold of one. The Tigers had not been able to, to hit too many hard softballs today until that Wenzel swing. And that maybe injects a little bit of confidence. If you're searching for something to draw some confidence from, high and tight, 2-1. and one. Wenzel really put a good jolt into that, got it to deep left at the base of the fence. But it didn't count. Wenzel on first with no outs, trailing by six runs. The Tigers with their eight-hole hitter at the plate and a 2-1 count. The next one from Boyko, flown foul right side, count evens up. Today's broadcast is brought to you in part by Aloe Fiber, Five Points Bank of Hastings, Family Medical Center of Hastings, Husker Power Products, 
and Hastings, Ford Lincoln. 2-2. Here's Boyko. Fly ball right center field. This one has a chance to the wall, and it's off of the glove and cleared, cleared the yard. They're going to round the bases. A two-run shot for the Hastings Tigers and Emily Kratzer. That went off of the mitt of the right fielder, Loomis, and over the makeshift fence. That temporary fence is mesh, so it's a little tough to tell, especially when the right fielder crashes into it, dragging it down. But a two-run home run for Emily Kratzer, and the Tigers are on the board in the bottom of the fifth. And they're going to chat about that one. For Kratzer, as it is right now, the freshman just knocked across her first home run of the season. They say, yes, indeed, it was a homer after the conversation. So for Kratzer, that is her first of the season. And what an opportune time for the ninth grader to break through. That cuts the deficit to 6-2 to two here in the bottom of the fifth with Hallie Schultz at the plate and no outs. Now Boyko throws home. And how about that for the first hit of the game for the Hastings Tigers? First hit of the game leaves the yard to right field. It was hit well and not into the wind, which is coming in from left field. So big help directionally. That would not have left to left field. Here's the 0-1. Slow roller towards third. Gloved by Belding. Long throw is low, but dug out by DeBoer at first. And Schultz retired. And strong defense still displayed by the Orange, who have not committed an error through four and one-third. Top of the order for Hastings. Just one down. Seeing their deficit fall to just four runs and looking to keep that trend going. Oshner and Laux will get plate appearances. See what they can do with it. Oshner with her game face on, going against Boyko. Checks her swing. She, see, they're feeling it, and they're getting aggressive. Checks her swing to that pitch was inside for a ball, 1-0. How about that? Get a, a, a big swing from a freshman. We talked about this in the St. Cecilia game. Here's the 1-0. High, glanced off of the mitt, back to the backstop. And to have success at the state tournament, you need some production from some unsung players. And Beatrice has gotten that from Boyko today in the circle. She's been strong this season, but has given up a lot of runs. Nearly a four ERA, but she had a no-hitter going through four, to, through four innings. Outside corner called strike. For Hastings, they just got their unsung swing from Emily Kratzer. The second baseman goes oppo for the homer. Now for the studs to come through. The top of the order, Oshner with a 2-1 count. Swings and fouls it to the left side. Two balls, two strikes. So the Tigers will avoid the shutout. Something, uh, so, so they will continue their tread. They have scored in every game this season. And the no-hitter is gone in the fourth with a two-run shot. 2-2 two -two pitch. High. And a full count. 
Lauchs and Landgren await. Boyko, their right cleat on the rubber. Puts her back cleat behind it, leans back and rifles home, a swing and a miss, strike three. Went with some high heat, got everything she had behind it, and fans Brooke Oshner. Now that's impressive. And a huge punch out for Boyko. She gets... K number three, so she hasn't exactly been fanning the Tigers left and right, but does have three of them. Hayden Lauks with two down and the base is clear. The lefty with a walk and a grounder. Hits a one hopper towards third. Belding snares and throws to first base. That was on a short hop over there at third and a nice effort on the defense by Belding. But a two-run home run. Plates a couple for Hastings High. They're back into this. It's 6-2, to two, heading to the top of the sixth in the opening round of the Class B State Softball Tournament on KHAS Radio. The team at Klein Insurance has a winning record of service offering home, auto, business, farm, and crop insurance. If you want to score big with service and great rates, stop by Klein Insurance at 710 South Burlington and Hastings or call 463-1256 and let the Klein Insurance team serve you today. When you need power for your irrigation equipment, think Husker Power Products in Hastings and Sutton. This is Joe Vandeventer, and we are your local supplier of natural gas and propane power units and reliable, fuel-efficient Isuzu diesels. When you need parts, service, or a turnkey engine to power your irrigation system, call Husker Power Products at 402-463-1531 or visit us on the web at huskerpowerproducts.com. At Allo, we believe in the exceptional. From extraordinary whole home coverage to super fast speeds, our local teams are always on hand to make sure your service is running at top performance. Let go of lag, banish buffering, and enjoy outstanding service throughout your entire home. We believe in delivering nothing less than exceptional service, so that's exactly what we do. Visit us at allofiber.com to experience the exceptional. First pinch at the top of the sixth inning is in for a strike. Brooke Oshner is still out there for Hastings High School. Or let me check that, actually. That pitch low and away for a ball. Is that Oshner out there? It's 6-2 to two here in the top of the sixth. Tigers got on the board. Two-run shot. Emily Kratzer broke up the no-hitter. 1-1, ground ball hit sharply towards second. It's gloved and thrown to first base for the out. And now I do get a peek at the back of that uniform. And it is a new pitcher out there. It is Maddie Wenzel. Wenzel is in the circle for the Tigers. So Wenzel's in for Oshner. her day done. Pitched five innings, allowed six runs on two, four, six hits. Just had a little trouble with control as the first one's a strike to the batter, Kelly Schwizo. 0-1 with one down. Inside corner strike out of the arm of Wenzel. Tigers 
trying to, to keep this at a four-run deficit. They'll have two more chances if they do that. Bottom of the sixth, bottom of the seventh. Next offering, fly ball right center. Ranging over is Witty, and Witty's there to squeeze it. Out number two. So two quick outs recorded by the new pitcher, Matty Wenzel. Wenzel, the junior, is 8-5 and five with a 6.7 earned run average. Oshner did a bulk of the work today, and I have to think a, a, a wise choice here for Coach Marquardt. Uh, Oshner, she really threw a lot of pitches, which again, pitch count, not a big concern, but just general fatigue. It's pretty hot out there, sun shining down. Just get a new pitcher out there, uh, try to keep this at a four-run deficit. It seems like a wise choice. See what Maddie Wenzel has as the junior. First pitch, a ball to Tatum Templemeyer with two down and the base is clear. Rips this one home, and it's fouled backwards. Wenzel, a little different look there. Show something that the Lady Orange haven't seen. They'd started to dial in on Oshner. Get him a different look at the, in the circle. Wenzel doesn't waste time. Winds up and throws. It's popped up right side, heading out of play. And it does. It nearly hits the top of the Beatrice dugout. One ball, two strikes. Templemeyer, the five-hole hitter, is 0 for 3. Did get aboard via fielder's choice in the third and stole a base. Wenzel's 1-2, ground ball hit right back to her, knocks it down, picks it up, throws to first, not it's, and throws wide of first base. This one leaks away, up to second, now digging for three is Templemeyer. Templemeyer is in at third base on the throwing error. So Templemeyer smacks it back to the pitcher who knocks it down. I think you give her a single there as a, a tough play to make on the hop for the pitcher. Really hard hit, so you give her the single, but then the errors that move her up, the throwing error on the pitcher. Puts Templemeyer at third base with two down for Paisley Belding. Good base running by Tatum Templemeyer to beat out the first throw, and now she's heading home on a wild pitch. It bounced and got away from the catcher Beck, and she slides in safely. Templemeyer scores to add to the Beatrice lead. It's now 7-2. to two. Mm. Well, Wenzel retired the first two with ease, then got the comebacker, couldn't make the play, knocked it down, but then threw it away. That gave two extra bases to Templemeyer, and then she comes home on the wild pitch. So a hit that went to the pitcher winds up coming home to roost. Pop fly, left side, the shortstop. Yes, makes the play. That's Laux over there finding the sun for the out, and that ends the side, but... A costly air and a wild pitch means Beatrice adds another run. They've scored in every inning and lead 7-2 over Hastings High, heading to the bottom of the sixth on KHAS Radio. So, you have a list of things that you need, but do you find yourself just wandering around a warehouse looking for somebody to help you? Or do you find yourself walking out, not knowing if you got exactly what you need? At Big G Ace in Hastings, we won't let that happen. We'll help you find what you need with all of the quality brands you trust. We have the best products, such as Scott's, miracle Grow, Toro, Ego, Milwaukee, and more. All hand-selected to keep your lawn, garden, and home looking their very best. Big G Ace also has local experts who know the right questions to ask to make sure you get everything you need and are looking for. 
And once we've helped you check off all the items on your list, we'll give you some helpful advice too, so that you can get the job done right. Because at Big G Ace, we have our own list too, and great service is right at the top. Big G Ace and Hastings, the helpful, helping you check things off your list place. Quality products, great people, and helpful advice. Big G Coverage of the state softball tournament on KHAS Radio is made possible by our fine sponsors, including Big G Ace in Hastings, PTSR, Russ's Market in Hastings, Centennial Plastics, and Klein Insurance. It's the bottom of the sixth inning. Three, four, and five batters up for Hastings High, trailing seven to two. Lined foul. That was smoked. They're still going over in the... Or are they warming up? Uh, yeah, warming up now on the other fields. So this game lingering longer than the others. Tigers still in it, down five in the bottom of the sixth. Could get two more chances to hit, but running out of time. Grounded foul on the right side. Down 0-2 is Emma Landgren, who's 0-1 with a hit by pitch. Layla Boyko still in the circle for Beatrice. Boyko has done a fine job. Her only problem, she gave up a two-run homer to Emily Kratzer last inning. The lone hit she's allowed. She's ahead in the count here against Landgren. 0-2 pitch is upstairs for a ball. Checking in on those other scores, Blair will face the winner of this game. The Bears victorious as the top seed over the eight seed, Duchenne Roncalli, 15-2. The other game's still in action also. One ball, two strikes. Landgren hits a soft grounder, sees its way through the right side of the infield for a base knock. Emma Landgren with just the second hit for the Tigers. Starts off the bottom of the sixth with getting a base runner on. That's three straight innings in which the Tigers have put the leadoff batter on. And Grace Beck will come up to swing away. Those other scores, Northwest, the two seed, is trailing. Number seven, Scotts Bluff, 14-9. Elkhorn North, the three seed, leads the six seed, Waverly, nine runs to two. Our game is 7-2, to two, the five seed over the four, Beatrice over Hastings in the bottom of the sixth. Swing and a foul ball. The 4.30 games, I don't think they're going to be going on at 4.30. So, St. Cecilia fans, stick around. It's coming up just a little bit later. Boyko throws inside for a ball, one and one. Tigers have been fighting hard in this game. They've worked some counts. They've gotten on base in creative ways, hit batters, walks. Got that two-run shot from Emily Kratzer, unsung freshman. Seeing if they can get some production from the middle of the lineup to chip away at a five-run deficit late in the game. But Boyko has been tough to do that against. Fly ball, center field. This one's carrying back to the fence. It's off of the fence. Rounding second, digging for three is Landgren. She gets the stop sign there. It's a double for Grace Beck. Runners at second and third with no outs for the Hastings Tigers. And Mackenzie Nolet coming to the plate. No outs here in the sixth. The Tigers starting to figure out Boyko. Courtesy runner comes in. Craig will run for Beck. 
And really, uh, you know, if this uh, is Boyko showing some vulnerability here, she showed some in the first inning, then nothing for the next four. Here's the first pitch to the righty, Nolet. Flies it to the right side out of play. In the first inning, Beatrice was throwing a bullpen session, I, I believe because just Boyko was a little wild. They didn't want to fall behind too far. They had another pitcher throwing in the bullpen in the first. But then Boyko goes on to throw a gem through four. She hadn't allowed a hit, just gave up two in the fifth. But now the Tigers threatening with no outs and two aboard in the sixth. Outside for a ball, one ball, one strike to Mackenzie Nolet. Nolet, the junior, has driven in 31 this season, the fourth best mark on the roster. Nolet is 0 for 2. Facing a 1-1 count. High for a ball. Boyko getting chatted at by her catcher Antons, who trots a quarter of the way out from behind the play to give a message. Barks it out to her sophomore pitcher. Trying to be encouraging with Tigers at second and third and no outs and a two-ball, one-strike count. Boyko delivers home, and it's high. Three balls and a strike. Mackenzie Nolet ahead in the count. Got to get base runners when you trail by this much. You take it if you're Hastings via the walk or however it comes. Landgren singled, Beck doubled. Now Nolet, the 3-1 high, ball four, Walker. The Tigers have life in the bottom of the six with Piper Witte. Now Witte has struggled against Boyko. Lined out to the pit, or uh, struck out swinging rather, and then flew out to center. Her slap left-handed swinging approach has not paid off. Will she get to face Boyko? Gary Lytle comes out and talks to the home plate umpire. He's making a change of some kind. And yep, he is bringing in a new pitcher. So we'll take a short break. The Hastings Tigers trying a come-from-behind effort here. They trail 7-2, but will face a new pitcher. We'll tell you about her after this break on KHAS Radio. Family Medical Center of Hastings is the place to go for all your health care needs. Their team is trained to treat the whole person, regardless of age. They provide a wide range of medical care, including acute care, routine health screenings, and treatment of chronic conditions. They're dedicated to providing you the best care in the most cost-effective manner. Family Medical Center, as an independent clinic, has served the community for over 60 years. Your family's home. Home for healthcare, 1021 West 14th Street. Proud to support all area student athletes. The team at Klein Insurance has a winning record of service offering home, auto, business, farm, and crop insurance. If you want to score big with service and great rates, stop by Klein Insurance at 710 South Burlington and Hastings or call 463-1256 and let the Klein Insurance team serve you today. When you need power for your irrigation equipment, think Husker Power Products in Hastings and Sutton. This is Joe Vandeventer, and we are your local supplier of natural gas and propane power units and reliable, fuel-efficient Isuzu diesels. When you need parts, service, or a turnkey engine to power your irrigation system, call Husker Power Products at 
or visit us on the web at huskerpowerproducts.com. Piper Witte coming up to the plate for Hastings High. She'll get to face a new pitcher. The score is 7-2, the five-seed Beatrice in front of the four-seed Hastings High. This is the first round of the Class B State Softball Tournament, and the Tigers have runners on each base. Landgren at third, back at second, Nolette at home, or at at first, rather, Piper Witte takes ball one from Jada Berkey. The new pitcher wears number 24 in white and black and orange. She's just a freshman. Five and two record with a 5.21 earned run average. Third baseman playing way in. Witte checks her swing. And, yep, uh, uh, this is not the same shift we saw earlier against Witte. They were bringing in an outfielder, Beatrice, to play third base and sliding the third baseman belding in halfway towards home. All the outfielders are in the outfield now, but they're shifted over dramatically to the left side. Checked her swing, and it is a ball. Leaked away from the catcher, but no reason for Hastings to try to advance. They need base runners and not outs. Don't want to try to do anything too drastic there. Three balls and no strikes. Witte in front in the count against the new pitcher, Berkey, who has yet to throw a strike. Witte shows bunts. Pitch comes home. Called strike on the outside corner. Three and one. I might even take another. That was close to being a ball. Witte looks at her wristbands, getting the call from Coach Marquardt. Dialing something up here. Does she get the take call? 3-1, shows bunt, knocks it down, it rolls foul. Just to the right side of home plate, foul by inches. It was dead in straight down, straight down. That, that sat at her feet. Three balls, two strikes. Rolls in front just a little bit. I think that's the run. Trailing by five runs, late in this ball game, bottom six. Bases juiced, full count, no outs. Piper Witte takes ball four, takes ball four. It was close, but a base on balls issued by Berkey, and Landgren comes home to score. Everybody moves up a station. It's seven to three. The Tigers bring the game-tying run to the plate in Maddie Wenzel. Wenzel is 0 for 1, walked and scored a run in the fifth, lined out in the second, but she hit a double that did not count earlier. Swings and misses. She was trying to tie it up with that swing. She hit it to the fence, but it was negated by a runner that left the base early, which ended the inning. So she has hit the ball hard today, facing Jada Berkey, the freshman, in, in relief. And flies this towards center, pretty deep, but in the tracks, there it's Roeder who makes the squeeze. The runners tag from second to third, and third to home. Scoring is Grace Beck on the sacrifice fly from Maddie Wenzel. That's just the first out here in the bottom of the sixth. A run batted in. Nolette advances to third, Witte remains at first. And here's Emily Kratzer. She had the big knock last inning. 
got Hastings its first hit and its first runs, the two-run homer. So Wenzel comes through. Wenzel with her 28th run batted in on the season. But shown, it's hit towards the pitcher, fielded by Berkey, throws to first base, gets the out. Now there's a runner caught between second and third. It's Witty. Witty trying to get out of the way of this, and she's tagged in the back. That ends the side, but the run does come in to score. Mackenzie Nolette scores on the bunt, the sacrifice bunt by uh, Emily Kratzer. But the base running mistake by Witty, caught between second and third, ends the inning. All right, let's sort through that. The Tigers get three runs. They do it on two hits. There were no errors and one or none left on base. All right, we played six. Seven to five the score. The Tigers are right back into this one. They take the field defensively in the top of the seventh next. Physical Therapy and Sports Rehab offers their congratulations to the Hastings Tigers on making it to the state softball tournament. PTSR works with all area schools, keeping them healthy and on top of their game throughout the year. The therapists are trained to rehabilitate sports injuries and help athletes return to the court as soon as possible. For all your physical and occupational therapy needs, stop by their clinic at 207 South Burlington in Hastings. Call 402-462-8824 and go Tigers! Top of the seventh inning, ready to get underway. It's Van Skoik at the point at the plate for Beatrice, and she fouls it back to the screen. 0-1 the count. Hastings High School has been fighting its way back into this game. They trailed 6-0 before getting a two-run homer on the bottom of the fifth, allowing one run in the top of the sixth, then scoring three in the bottom of the sixth. So it's 7-5 now. That pitch fouled back, one ball, one strike to Van Skoik. Jordan Van Skoik, the senior, 373 hitter, came in as a pinch runner on eternity ago. Fly ball, left field, coming in, tracking and making the play is Schultz. So the seven hole hitter retired. That brings up the eight hole hitter, Tana Antons, who is 0 for 2 and was hit by a pitch. The pitcher is Maddie Wenzel. She spelled Brooke Oshner, who threw the first five innings. Gave up six of these runs. Not all earned. Here's her first offering to Anton's in there for a strike. But Wenzel came in and retired the first two she faced in the sixth before giving up a single to Templemeyer. And then a throwing error by the pitcher gave two extra bases and a wild pitch gave the run. Way in. One ball, one strike. And that'll be in. If that run comes back to bite the Tigers, that's a, a painful one, that top of the sixth on an error and a wild pitch. But maybe it won't. 1-1, one, one, hit on one hop towards third, fielded, thrown, a little wide, but a nice reach to grab it for Wenzel on the throw by Landgren. That's out number two. Or not Wenzel at first base, excuse me. The first baseman for Hastings is now Emily Kratzer. Kratzer now at first base. So Wenzel moved from first to the circle, and Wenzel acquits herself well. First pitch strike. 
No balls, one strike, two down to Haley Loomis, who is one for three from the nine hole. Bases are clear. Tigers trail by two, looking to keep it that way. Pitches upstairs for a ball, one on one. Due up in the bottom of the seventh. Schultz, Oshner, Lauks. And Oshner will not bat. She was removed as the pitcher. That's hit back to the backstop, one and two. That'll be a big bat to be missing from the lineup, but still, you should get some of the top part of the order due up, trailing by just two runs in what equates to be your home facility. It is your home facility. Here's the one-two. Hit hard towards the Hastings dugout. Count stays the same. Comeback Cats here. The Tigers trailed six zip. Now it's 7-5. One, two. Hard ball, foul, third base line. You know, Loomis is looking pretty good for that nine-hole hitter. When you turn someone out there who is hitting 304, the back end of your lineup, pretty good. Uh, trying to be in a really competitive team, and that's what Beatrice is. One-two pitch. Oh, he wanted to call strike three. Wanted to. Stood back like he was about to ring her up. Held back. It's two balls, two strikes. Here's Wenzel against Loomis. Two balls, two strikes with the bases clear. Here it comes. High, maybe a little off the plate. Maddie trying not to lose the nine-hole hitter with Delaney Roeder on deck. Roeder is, is three for three, has reached base four times. Got to get the out here. Full count pitch, low, ball four. Oh, boy. Wenzel Loster was far ahead in the count. Almost had called strike three. It missed by just a sliver. Ends up being a walk and brings Delaney Roeder up. And, you know, right now she might be the most dangerous hitter in this facility. First pitch to the righty. Check swing. It was just a little inside. Wenzel now, I believe, four straight balls thrown. See if she can get it straightened out. There's still two down here in the seventh. Trailing by a couple of runs. They'll get one more try at it at the plate. Popped up. This one heading back. It's out of play. And into the bleachers. That's where you bring the mitt if you're not bringing your helmet. And you're going to be at Smith Softball Complex. I think we just uh, we just got here to the press box. Rhonda Ravel might be in attendance. That's going to elicit some uh, excited folks that the Nebraska skipper is in the building. Here's the 1-1 pitch. That's in there. It's not called a strike. 2-1. and one. Well, Wenzel being around the zone, just not quite perfect enough, not getting the calls here in the last couple batters. She is down in the count, 2-1. Against the dangerous Delaney Roeder. 
Popped up, this one to left center, ranging over and calling for it, making the catch, Mackenzie Nolat, and out of the top of the seventh with no damage. The first time the Tigers have put up a goose egg on the board this game. No runs, no hits, no errors, one left on base. The score is seven to five. The Lady Orange of Beatrice trying to hold on against the Tigers. Can Hastings complete the comeback? Next, we'll find out on KHAS Radio. Here's what a few happy customers are saying about Russ's Market in Hastings. I love shopping at Russ's Market. The employees are so friendly and helpful. They even bag your groceries and carry them to the car for you. Now that is service. At Russ's Market, I always find the freshest meat and produce around, and the deli has tasty items prepared for an instant meal. Russ's Market is my one-stop shop, from bakery to a cafe and great selections on groceries and supplies, too. Shop Russ's Market in Hastings, because quality matters. Family Medical Center of Hastings is the place to go for all your health care needs. Their team is trained to treat the whole person, regardless of age. They provide a wide range of medical care, including acute care, routine health screenings, and treatment of chronic conditions. They're dedicated to providing you the best care in the most cost-effective manner. Family Medical Center, as an independent clinic, has served the community for over 60 years. Your family's home for health care. 1021 West 14th Street, proud to support all area student-athletes. It comes down to this in the opening round of the Class B State Softball Tournament. The Hastings Tigers at home are trying to get into the winner's bracket, but they fell behind 6-0. They fought back to trail 7-5, their last chance, the bottom of the seventh inning. 9-1-2 in the order. Hallie Schultz, the left fielder, up first to face Jada Berkey. The first pitch is on the inside corner for a ball. Or pardon me, for a strike. Yep, uh, in there for a strike. Said the wrong thing. Get that squared away for you. Those uh, expecting to hear Hastings St. Cecilia, they're not playing yet. We'll get to them. Got to take care of the Tigers first. 0-1 pitch. Went for one at uh, shoulder height, and she slams the bat in frustration. Does Schultz. She knew that was a ball. Well out of the zone. And Berkey in front, nothing in two. Berkey, the freshman, came in in relief to start the sixth inning after... Boyko, or actually partway through the sixth inning after Boyko went through five innings and then loaded the bases. Softly hit ground ball. The shortstop boots it, picks it up and throws to first, and she's safe. Callie Schwizo, who had been perfect at short in this game, makes a critical error in the bottom of the seventh. If you've been listening to much of the broadcast, you've heard me rave about her defense at shortstop, but she plain booted that one. Slow ground ball hit her away, and she didn't scoop it. She hit it with the edge of the mitt and didn't have time to recover to throw out Hallie Schultz at first. So one on, no outs. Berkey throws home. It's in there for a strike to Oshner. So Brooke Oshner is still in the game after being removed from pitching. She's DP now, and she does get to bat, but is 0 for 3 but now doesn't have to worry about being in the circle, just uh, focusing on swinging. The 0-1 pitch offers at that, fouls it off of her leg, and she's in pain. Oh, she's limping off to the side. Oshner trying to see if she could shake this off, stumbling around in third base line, not able to put much weight on that left leg right now. Coach Marquardt going to tell her to try to stroll, walk with him towards the coach's corner next to third base. See what she can do to walk this off because Oshner is one heck of a hitter. 
a 5.05 batting average, seven homers, 37 runs batted in. She represents the tying run in this 7-5 game. The wind is blowing in from left fields at least 10 miles an hour. Tigers scored two runs on a hit in the fifth, three runs on two hits in the sixth, and they have a runner on base via error here in the seventh. But Oshner is down on the count 0-2 and shaking off a foul tip off of her left leg. Berkey comes home with it. Fly ball, shallow right center field coming over and making the play, throwing back to first base. Was the center fielder Roeder. And Roeder's one heck of a player. Almost got the double up at first, but Schultz retreated in time. Huge out number one for Beatrice. Oshner unable to advance the runner or, or get on base. There's really no reason to advance a runner here. You need two runs scored. So here is Hayden Lauchs, 0 for 2 with a walk. The lefty takes upstairs for a ball. Hastings Tigers back at state after a game or a year where they didn't make it last season. Came up just short in the district final. Now they're back here. They had made it seven years in a row. Here's the 1-0. Ball. Thought this one might get away from Hastings where they weren't going to be able to be competitive. They trailed 6-0 and didn't have a hit. But a two-run homer changed the conversation around this game in the fifth inning. They further chipped away in the sixth. It's now a two-run deficit. The tying run at the plate. One ball, one strike, one out. There's strike. Nope, just outside. Lauks, good eye. Two and one. Landgren and Beck are due up. They've been swinging a good bat of late. Both of those players. The freshman, Berkey. Lines and throws high. That's ball four. I had the count wrong on the board. If you're Hastings, you take that. Free pass issued. Runners at first and second with one down for the four-seed Hastings Tigers. Trying to complete an improbable comeback against the five-seed Lady Orange of Beatrice. An error gave them life in this inning. A walk has the tying run on base. That means the... Winning run is at the plate in Emma Landgren. Landgren, the lone senior on this roster. The first pitch to her, fouled the opposite way, out of play. Highly competitive opening round game here in the Class B State Softball Tournament. The Hastings High Tigers threatening in the bottom of the seventh. They need two runs to tie. Three runs would win it. Landgren with eight homers on the season. The 0-1 pitch from Berkey hits softly towards second. It's glove. They go to second for one out. The throw to first. She beat it out. It's safe. The game continues. It was close. Landgren running her heart out to first. Gets there safely to extend the game. The second baseman flipped to the covering shortstop who made a quick relay to first. It was nearly a double play. Instead, just a fielder's choice. Lauchs retired at second. Schultz is over to third. And here is Grace Beck. Beck to the plate. She represents the winning run. The tying run is at first. Wonder if you think about sending Beck here. Just put some pressure on the defense. I know you don't want to make that uh, final out at second, but 
Getting two runners in scoring position is awfully tempting. See what uh, the Tigers do. Beck is one for two with a double and was hit by a pitch. First pitch to her is high and a big lead over at first base. Landgren takes a good three full steps after that pitch is thrown. You don't want to leave too early. We've seen the Tigers be called for that already today. Trailing 7-5, to five, bottom of the seventh inning, down to their final out. The 1-0 pitch hit hard foul. Hit towards her own coach. One ball, one strike to Grace Beck. Beck is a junior with a team-high 44 runs batted in on a team-high nine home runs. She's just trying to keep the game going here. They're on the corners for the Tigers with two outs. Their last chance. 1-1. Missed high. Two balls and a strike. The freshman pitcher, Berkey. Tense moment for the ninth grader. 5-2 record of 5.2 ERA. Came on in relief today. Now faced with this precarious situation. The 2-1 bounced it well in front of the plate. Three balls and a strike. Mackenzie Nolette is on deck. Another dangerous batter for this prolific Hastings high offense. It took them a while to get going today, but they have five on the board now and need two more to tie it, three more to get a win here in the bottom of the seventh. Here's the pitch. A looper. Oh, boy, did she take some off of that. Hadn't seen a pitch that slow from Berkey yet, and it's a softly coasted in for strike two. Three balls, two strikes, a full count with two down in the bottom of the seventh at the state tournament. What a moment. Grace back at the plate. Dueling with the pitcher, Berkey. Berkey with her right cleat on the right side of the rubber. Throws home, popped up left side, heading down the third baseline, and it's foul! It's foul! Just barely! By mere inches! Whoo! Oh, the Lady Orange, they, oh, they dodged one there. Ugh. And Coach Marquardt at third base takes his hat off, puts his hands on his head, chats with the umpire who is right there to make the call, and we are talking about mere inches in Hastings. I can't believe it. Oh, boy, that was as close as it comes. I was ready to call it as a hit. It's a full count. They're on the corners for the Hastings Tigers. The inches away from getting a run across there. Would not have scored two. They need to score two. Here's Grace Beck. Swings and rips it foul down the left side. Oh, she's feeling that third baseline. Yeah, Beck's keep she's fighting these off. Berkey keeps putting them over the plate. Terrific softball duel right here. The Beatrice side is standing up. Standing up. Uh, folks from other games have come over to watch the conclusion of this exciting game. Three balls, two strikes. They're on the corners for the Tigers, trailing by two in the bottom of the seventh. Here's the pitch. 
It's low, ball four. Beck immediately turns to her bench, starts clapping, firing up the Tigers. The go-ahead, the winning run is on base for Hastings High. They trailed 6-0, going to the bottom of the sixth, or going to the bottom of the fifth, rather. They have fought back to cut it to 7-5, and Gary Lytle comes out to have a quick pep talk, and I mean quick. He walked out from the dugout, the head coach for the Lady Orange, gathered his players in the circle, said one or two sentences, and got back to the dugout. The players continue to chat here in the circle. More pressure than this freshman has felt in her athletic career, now on the shoulders of Jada Berkey in the circle. She faces Mackenzie Nolette. Nolette is a junior, hitting 400 with 31 runs batted in and three home runs for the Hastings High Tigers. In their hometown, trying to finish a dramatic comeback with the tying run at second base in the form of Emma Landgren. And Grace Beck, the winning run at first base. The first pitch is a ball to Mackenzie Nolette. There's nowhere to put her. Piper Witte is on deck. Defensive alignment, the outfield is as deep as they can get. Normal alignment in the infield. Line drive right field, and it's down for a hit. One runs in, two runs are in. They're waving her home. Coming home from first, it's back, and she's in. A game-winning triple. Mackenzie Nolette goes opposite field, lines it down the right field line, and wins it for the Hastings High Tigers. Once trailing six nothing, they win it eight to seven. And it's the junior Nolette who's the hero. Laces it down the right field line and unloads the bases. The Tigers get it done. A tremendous comeback. A comeback for the ages. Some pent up anger after missing the state tournament a season ago, spoiling their streak of seven in a row, and Hastings High comes from behind after being no hit through four innings, down six nothing, to win it eight to seven. Holy smokes, the Tigers are gonna play again today. I hope you don't have any appointments tonight because Hastings High will be right here at the Smith Softball Complex. We'll tell you all about it in the post-game show coming up next on KHAS Radio. So, you have a list of things that you need, but do you find yourself just wandering around a warehouse looking for somebody to help you? Or do you find yourself walking out, not knowing if you got exactly what you need? At Big G Ace and Hastings, we won't let that happen. We'll help you find what you need with all of the quality brands you trust. We have the best products, such as Scott's, miracle Grow, Toro, Ego, Milwaukee, and more. All hand-selected to keep your lawn, garden, and home looking their very best. Big G Ace also has local experts who know the right questions to ask. Make sure you get everything you need and are looking for. And once we've helped you check off all the items on your list, we'll give you some helpful advice too, so that you can get the job done right. Because at Big G Ace, we have our own list too, and great service is right at the top. Big G Ace and Hastings, the helpful, helping you check things off your list place. Quality products, great people, and helpful advice. Big G Ace.
Aloe is turning 20 this year, and we plan to celebrate all year long. Since 2003, Aloe has vowed to put customers first and deliver a drastically different experience. No matter where you live, work, or play, we believe you deserve an affordable, secure, and reliable connection. We're proud to have served our businesses and residents with seriously fast fiber optic service for two decades. Thank you for trusting Aloe as your local internet, phone, and TV provider. Follow us on social media to know about the 20th anniversary celebrations in all our Aloe communities. Five Points Bank. Keeping your money safe and secure is something we take very seriously. But we are also serious about meeting you where you are, supporting our communities and the causes you care about, knowing your banker by name, making decisions locally, doing all we can to improve the area's quality of life, owned by families to serve families. Yes, we're a bank, but we are the better bank. Five Points Bank. Looking for a quality but still affordable vehicle? Many of our customers have found peace of mind through our great selection of Ford Blue Advantage certified pre-owned vehicles. Each one goes through a 172-point inspection and reconditioning process by factory-trained technicians. Looking for a different used vehicle option? No problem. We carry all makes and models and have financing options for qualified vehicles and buyers. Experience the difference and join our family at Hastings Ford. We are Nebraska. Not all buyers and vehicles will qualify for financing. See you for details. <laughs> and we're back here on KHAS Radio, a post-game show abbreviated version because we got to flip fields. We're on uh, field number four. We got to get field number two for St. Cecilia. But first, holy smokes, folks! Uh, Hastings High School, terrific comeback. Down six nothing. They were getting no hit. Came up with a two-run home run for a freshman. Her first of her career, or is that her first of her career? Let me make sure I get that correct. Emily Kratzer is her first home run of her high school career. The two-run homer got him on the board. They scratch across three runs in the sixth. Put up their first goose egg of the game. They'd allowed at least a run in every inning until the seventh. They put up a goose egg, come back in the seventh, and do not forget about the error that started the inning. The error committed by the star shortstop for Beatrice Callie Schwizo, who had been so impressive so far in that game, made an error to start out that inning. So all of the runs were unearned. But a walk, fielder's choice, a walk, and then the triple from Mackenzie Nolette. She's the hero, the three RBI triple to win it for Hastings High School, eight to seven. So here's what's next. Hastings will play again tonight, scheduled for seven o'clock, but I'll tell you right now, it's not going to be at seven. It'll be after. And number four, Hastings will play number one Blair in that game right here on KHAS Radio. For number five, Beatrice, a painful defeat. They will play number eight, Ron Colley Duchenne, tomorrow at 11.30 in the morning. Up next on KHAS Radio, we flip over to get Hastings St. Cecilia. The Hawkettes are in the winner's bracket. The number one seed takes on number four, Ashland Greenwood, in mere minutes. And as soon as I can get my gear flipped over to the other side and maybe a quick bathroom trip. But uh, in the meantime, a fun one. This broadcast was presented by Mary Lanning Healthcare. Your care, our inspiration. The final score, Hastings High 8, Beatrice 7. The Tigers advance in dramatic fashion. We'll have more high school softball coming up shortly on KHAS Radio. Today's game from the State High School Softball Tournament is brought to you by Mary Lanning Healthcare. Your care, our inspiration. 
Thank you for our local sponsors, and thank you for listening to KHAS Radio.